When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This is a podcast where we are artists and musicians who like to talk sports. And if I sound a little drug, a little groggy, is because it's three a.m. in London right now. <laughs> Doing this show from here, um, uh, I stayed up to to make sure that we got this podcast off this week. Um, uh, so let's get right into the first subject about the command. It was commasters, <laughs> commasters. Tongue is not coming, asters. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's early, Maybe. early, depending on where you are. Um, come, asters, because uh. we can't call them the uh. commanders because they don't command oh. shit. <laughs> All right, who gets fired first, Rivera, Del Rio, or Turner, and when? I open that floor to whoever wants to take it. Uh, I'll give it to Trey since he's typing away like he's a stenographer. Well, you know what? If Rivera goes, then Del Rio and Turner gone anyway. Not necessarily. I mean, what coach going to keep that? In this situation, it is. Yeah, they gone. If they get fired, they all gone. Well, okay. Well, if he gets fired. If, if Rivera gets fired week well, eight. Well, if let's he say, gets fired let's say they go no, two. Let's say they right. go two and seven. Uh-huh. Let's say they go or two and six by week eight. And, and they, they fire really Rivera. And they fire Del Rio's the head coach. Del Rio becomes the head coach. They're, they're uh-huh. not going to fire Del Rio. Not to or, the end or Scott of the Turner. Or Scott or Turner's fast, head coach. Uh, Trey's eating that goddamn popcorn. Ain't nobody making Scott Turner head coach. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're right. Now, Del Rio's head coach because he's had the experience. Uh, so, if Rivera goes week, that's week nine, Del Rio becomes head coach. I think, I, I think the first person to get fired would have to be Del Rio. Mm. They usually fire the defensive coordinator before they de- they fire the offensive coordinator. I don't, in this case, though, I don't. I mean, you're right. It's, I don't, it's pretty it's not, blatant. It is, is the but problem. it is. Yeah, like, but it's who, very who's taking over offensive? Wentz can't put the ball on the field, man. Who's who's taking over though? <laughs> as offensive QB coordinator, coach about to be uh, a. <laughs> 
You're up, buddy. QB coach gonna be put in the game. What do you mean? He <laughs> Heineke's gonna be the offensive coordinator. That's crazy. But that leads into our, our, our next question. I mean, I think um wait, hold up. I think that um I honestly think that Rivera goes first. Hmm. Really? Then, yeah, I think he's gone, man. I think he's done here. Like he By the way, if they fire if they fire Scott Turner, then Ken Ken Zampezi, who's the quarterback's coach, will be the offensive coordinator. Who? Ken Zampezi. Who? <laughs> <laughs> you keep I don't saying think that. that well, at our track record, he, he'll be a head coach in the NFL on a playoff team in about three that's years. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, everybody. He's who, 55. Who's a, the coordinator he, here goes and be, be, he's 55. He's too old though. Wait a minute. He, he was at be, the University of San oh, Diego. Carol's like 70 something. He doesn't have much of a, a professional career. He was at the University of San Diego before he came here. So. I he don't must know, be man. Ron Rivera's brother-in-law. <laughs> or mo- yeah, well, you know how that goes. It's Ron's brother-in-law. In. He's married in. All right. I mean, uh-huh. He was quality control analyst at Florida <laughs> in 2019. Well, they ain't controlling much quality, quality control. up in here. Actually, what? actually, you no, no, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He was the quarterbacks coach for the Browns in 2018. Who was the quarterback there? The RG3. 18. That was 18. Uh, wasn't that? Um, oh, Baker. Was Baker, Baker. Baker. Was that? Oh. Oh. Good job there, buddy. I think that was right around Baker Mayfield. I he think was he was there, too. He was there at that point, wasn't he? He was offensive coordinator for the Bengals between 2003, 2015, and then 2016 and 2017. So when they weren't doing nothing. So he when was, did he work for the Panthers? Uh, he was the passing game coordinator for the Rams in 2002. The wide I'm receivers sorry, coach sorry, for what? the Rams in 2001. You said the passing game coordinator? He was the offensive assistant for the Rams in 2000. Yeah, they have a a run game and a passing game coordinator. He was the offensive assistant for Green Bay in 99, the the offensive assistant for the Eagles in 98. And I think that's all the professional besides the commanders. He he came in in with the commanders in 2020. So he had like a 30-year career in NFL. Pretty much. But he only had little success. He was with the with the Packers in the late '90s when Favre was there, mm. and he was on the Super Bowl team with the Rams. Betty can call plays better than North Junior. The running guns, the running guns. What they, what they used to call that squad, the L.A. Rams. Uh, I was like, they call them running guns. L.A. or St. Louis? Oh, Showtime. That was St. Louis, but it was the oh shoot. It had a nickname. Uh, the I can't think of it right now. Oh. <laughs> the best show on turf? Uh, I never heard that. No, wait. Yes, yes, yes. 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 It the was greatest show the greatest on turf. Show on turf. Yeah, yeah, the greatest yeah. show on turf. Yeah, yeah. right. That's it. Okay. Um. All right. Well, let's. <laughs> where does uh? Do you guys think Heineke could be a better starting quarterback if he played in this game? You think he'll do better than Wentz? I think anybody do better than Wentz at this point. You no, know, I, I thought I thought about this, man. Um, Taylor Heineke last season was was mediocre, um, but he was mediocre with a very very tough schedule. He knows Scott Turner's offense. He's done mm. it for a year. He's familiar with it. He might not have an arm, but Scott Turner's offense is primarily checkdowns and short passing slant routes. Right. Then why do we get a quarterback that doesn't check down? 
He don't. He uh, don't because throw, he, they, he throw the ball. Because there are plays Wentz that does do not check down ever. No, he doesn't. But there he's are a plays. Deep threat. That's it. Yes, there he's are a, plays where he can use the deep threat, but he's afraid to use it now because he's been sacked so many times. Yeah, and he don't throw to the left at all. So the opportunity <laughs> presented itself to make deep throws, but Taylor Heineke can't make those deep throws. So if Heineke is a checkdown guy, he's also and Scott Turner. Scott Turner is primarily a checkdown offensive coordinator, and this is a primarily (laughs) easy schedule, then it's perhaps a doable situation for Taylor Heineke to do better than Carson Wentz. Listen, I'll tell you what you do. You put both of them together. Sorry, one one last thing. Taylor Heineke is a lot more athletic and mobile than Carson Wentz. That's that's part of yeah. Wentz's problem. He used to be a more mobile quarterback. He's not mobile no more. He makes some yeah, stand in the pocket. That ACL he can create. Yeah, he so, can't move. I think I think Trey hit something. You put both him and Heineke in the game, and then you just do a bunch of like uh, what, wildcats. No, not wildcats. You do a bunch of like uh, flea flickers. No, so Wentz <laughs> tries to go deep. <laughs> if, if Wentz runs out of options, he pitches it to Taylor to check down. Yeah, there you go. And then if you need to throw it to the left side of the field, you give it to Heineke so he can throw it over there to the left side. Of the field. That's hilarious. <laughs> that would so, be some nice trickery, though. Yeah. So, like so my, my, my take is that I think Heineke would be better. I, I don't think Heineke is a better quarterback than Wentz by any means. No. But the way that Wentz is playing right now in this offense, uh, whoever's fault it is, tell Heineke could do better than this. Trey, what is the overall regular season record with Taylor Heineke? How many wins? I think we could go eight and nine. Really? But right now we're six and 11. Six and 11? Yeah. So, and the other thing... going down every week for me. The other thing is I, I really want to kill this whole easy schedule thing. And here's my here's my thoughts on this. So when they say you have an easy schedule, that is a preseason statement because it's based on the performance the of the teams that you plan last year. You know, it's based on how they performed last season. But then things change in the, you know at, with the new season because when they said we had an easy schedule, they also didn't count on the Detroit Lions putting up forty something points a game. Very true. Mm-hmm. They are an offensive juggernaut. Their defense so, sucks, but so wow. so yeah. So the the easy schedule thing is kind of like we'll see at the end of the season once and it recalibrates. It maybe wasn't as easy as uh, we thought it was. No, not at all. I'm... Nothing's easy for us right now. Yeah, man, it sucks. <laughs> we suck. <laughs> well, that's what happened when you have come asters. That sounds bad. <laughs> Did John freeze? Oh, he is full Dracaris. Oh my gosh, he's he's in the he's in the. Uh, Somebody like press a- pause on him. <laughs> freeze frame. <clears throat> uh, wait, he did. There he goes. Oh, oh he back. just started moving again. What in the world? I froze. You did. You did the Chris Brown. I just froze, man. John was in the Matrix. <laughs> All right. No, I was uh, weakened at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> at least he was moving, though. Music. No, you had to play music for the move. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And we all think that Rivera is not going to make it past this season. Who do you want to replace uh, Coach Rivera next season? Dan Snyder. Tomlin. Leftwich. Leftwich. Yeah, for sure. Tomlin's not going anywhere. Yeah, he, he hasn't had a losing season People, ever. People, I got one. 
I heard the sports junkie. I heard Eric Bickle say he wanted Sean Payton. Listen, man, Sean Payton is 60, what? Sean Payton is done, man. He's retired. He's washed, man. Yeah, he's done. I, I mean, mean, but that would be, but you know, that would be the perfect back, hire for us. Get the wash name guy, let him come in here, and things go all messed up, and, and he can't get the challenge flag so out of his bad. pocket, or he calls two timeouts stop. back to back. You know, that's you know, that, that's has a, to stop, that would be man. a terrible par for the course man. here. It has to stop. I'm telling you, we need I'm, we need to get rid of Snyder, really and that's the only way it'll work. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think I think Jerry Jones doesn't like to stand next to Dan Snyder. <laughs> like, just put the motherfucker in. <laughs> Take him out, man. Be one of those guys that wants him out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't know. Dan Snyder probably got some extra dirt on Jerry Jones, man. <laughs> nobody knows the sniper. So? Somebody has somebody off. has a recording of Dan Snyder saying "nigga." I know it. There's I think they got a picture of him in panties or something. <laughs> Something's wrong. Something's off there. Like he got a picture of Jerry Jones in painting. That's what I think it is. Like that's why he ain't gone away yet. That's why he got a picture of Jerry Jones wearing commanders. But hey, hey, all jokes aside, though, he hasn't been seen, but he showed up down in Dallas to make sure that he he smooths with Jerry. Yeah, That's well, why, Jerry goes. Jerry was bruh, the only one that was like, Jerry's nah, protecting him. Yes, Jerry he was is the protecting only one that him. was like, you could stay. And Jerry ain't That's just so no funny. only one because Jerry got the bread. Well, yeah. You know what though? He's not one of the. Um, he's not one of the. I think he's in the top twenty. Oh, he's uh, in there. Wealthiest he's up there. Billionaire, he's like owners, but he's not like in the top ten. Dude, that list was yeah. all of sports, not just NFL. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, owners. I ain't say sports. I'm just, I, I ain't say NFL. I just said sports. Yeah, he's up there, though. He's way yeah, up top there. Top 20. Hey, what about D'Amico Ryans, the defensive coordinator for the Niners? Oh, you bring another yeah. defensive guy here? People, people want to bring him in. He's from Alabama. Yeah, he's an Alabama uh, coach. Hey, it worked for Maryland. We brought um, Coach Loxley. Yeah, what's his name? Loxley is doing all right right now. Sheesh. We'll see how he does throughout the season, but he's doing all right. I'm actually. They've been getting impressed. better every year. Yeah, they've been getting that better was a, every year. That was a that was a nice game against Michigan. But well, that's, yeah, that's, the, that's drafting too in trades. That's like your GM. The top, the top three head coaching candidates right now are Leftwich, D'Amico Ryan's, Sean Payton, and um, shoot, there was another. Uh, there's somebody else I can't think of who it is, but there's a fourth person. They need to give Byron Lefferts a shot. They gotta think, have. I mean, that's an offensive mind right there. We haven't yeah. had. Well, Jay Gruden was an offensive mind, but yeah, we need Lefferts. Hey, we have stats. Jay Gruden was a better coach for us than Ron Rivera. Way better. He that's, had he had wow. three stats, winning seasons. Everything are better. Everything about Jay Gruden's tenure up to this point was better. And you so didn't you like call it a rebuild, and no, Ron Rivera can sit on this thing of it takes time to rebuild. The dude that was here before you did this better than you did, and he, he got had fired. two winning seasons his <laughs> first two fired. seasons. Two winning seasons his first two seasons as head coach. Yeah. And I didn't – I clearly did not see and, – and I didn't give him the benefit of the doubt. Oh. He was the best person to run – what? <laughs> What? You froze. Then it said, "Oh, I did." <laughs> yeah. Shit, he's the best to come. Nope. 
He was the best quarterback at the time. But Kirk Cousins was Jay Gruden's, Jay Gruden's quarterback and, and helped us lead to a division win, playoffs, and two winning seasons. Let, let me tell you something. Kirk Cousins is better than any quarterback we've had since he left. True. Yeah, yeah, and it's not even yeah. close. And I hate yeah. Kirk Cousins as a quarterback. And it's not even close. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Do you realize that the simple thing to do would have been to just sign Kirk Cousins, and we've been better off than we are now? Well, yeah. they waited too all long. All the money to sign we wasted him. on Alex Smith, Wentz. They spent all Bruh. that money signing that. They waited too long to sign that franchise him. dude for so long. Yeah. Yeah. Paid so much money. We would have been better off if you just Lois. paid Kirk. Salty. Look, yeah. after the first season, after Kirk Cousins' first season as a starting quarterback, that's when they should have resigned him. They waited. Yeah, because you wanted to pay him half that money that you were paying right. when you franchise tag. Because him he the was, they were, years. they were only paying him like something like eleven million a year. They could have improved it to like fifteen million a year after that first year, but they waited too long, and then he was worth twenty four million. And they're like, Kirk, we don't want to pay that, so they had to franchise him. Kirk Cousins has a secure job right now. Like he's not even for now questioning. Yeah, I mean. Now, we know he's going to choke at the end of the season. That's what he does, but... But the thing about Kirk Cousins is when he gets... Better than all the dudes we got. When his contract ends and he leaves Minnesota, he's going to have a starting job somewhere, and he's going to get paid. Yeah. Yeah, he's always going to get paid. Because, hey, this is the thing, right? Whether you like him or not, whether he's your favorite, we all can agree that he can play quarterback in the NFL. And that is a very difficult thing to do. And everybody who gets drafted to play that position can't do it. And one thing about Kirk Cousins is he can play starting quarterback in the NFL. Period. There's no argument about that. Yeah, no. It makes you wonder about what happened in that Monday night football game against the Eagles. Because everybody was like, oh, he's 2-10 and in prime time. And he got sacked three or four times and picked off two times. And then look what happened the week after with the commanders. It was even worse. <laughs> it wasn't Kirk Cousins, I can tell you that. It wasn't Kirk Cousins' fault that he lost that game. It was the fact that the Eagles had an incredible defense and there was no game plan, no game strategy offensively against that defense. Yeah, and you can't you can't deny once you put a quarterback on his butt like twice, they get a little rattled, man. Like it's you know, that's just yeah. what it is. Like more than three sacks, and then, you know, you see what happened. Wentz got sacked, what, nine times one game this nine year? Times. Well, 12? Well, well, look, we got we got more data. Look at what Ron Rivera has done with the turnover on that offensive line. He has let go four of our, yeah. at least four of our offensive starters that um, I'd say two of them were pro bowlers, um, and the other two were solid enough. I, I don't know. One of the four, I, I probably would have let go to. That's Morgan Moses. Uh, he was penalty central. But I mean, Brandon Scherf, too. I don't think you're going to keep him. Well, it, can't it's not. Him. He was just very expensive. Yeah, you can't keep him. You can't. Keep you him. lost Trent Williams. But you Eric let go Fla- of Eric You Flowers. know, Eric Flowers is still jobless. They need to call him. Yeah. What they are need they to waiting call for? Cosme is injured. I don't know what they're waiting for. This is like this is. <laughs> this they is are rock who bottom, you man. thought they were, John. This is rock bottom. <laughs> you are. They yeah. are who you thought they were. I, I never in I never in my wildest dreams would imagine that bringing in Rivera would have taken us lower than Gruden I, and Shanahan. Me neither. 
Me neither. I really, really thought... Shanahan and Gruden were both better than this. I thought Rivera was not only going to change the culture, but he was going to change how this team looked with a defensive-heavy team. And it's been shit for at least two years. Bruh, what he did to that offensive line is repulsive. Yeah. Yeah, we should have saw it coming. Pause. Just... (laughs) All right, uh, let's move on to the next subject. Uh, are you, either one of you, upset with the picture that they was posted on the commander's uh, social media Sunday? Yes. yes. I didn't see it. I was flying. So. Oh, just look it well, up. Well, just just picture. Uh, you, you just look it up. You I'm need trying, to see it. You know, hold on, hold on. But, I mean, it's Jerry Jones, Dan Snyder, I'm sorry, Jason Wright, and Tanya <laughs> Snyder. And do you notice Tanya Snyder is not even standing next to Dan Snyder? But she got on her burgundy. She got she got burgundy uh, on. Well, no, 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 no. The key here is that Dan Snyder is not standing with the Commanders people. Well, <laughs> Jason Wright next to Jason and Tanya Wright. Snyder are standing together because they're with the Commanders, and Jerry Jones and Dan Snyder are together because they're with the Cowboys. Yeah, but well, he oh, wants to stand next to his hero. Yeah. And they're both wearing blue. Yeah, yes. that's the thing He's, that's upsetting everybody. He goes everybody. to Dallas, to the Dallas game with cowboy colors on. Yeah. And, and you can't act like, oops, this was just a coincidence. Come on, bro. You didn't know? This motherfucker. You didn't man. know? You didn't know? Really? And the, two, and the other two commanders are wearing commanders memorabilia or Bruh, his wife has his wife all commander stuff. Bur- it, dude, it's not even, even she if you forgot, your wife is getting dressed and you look over and like, oh, I should be wearing that, shouldn't I, honey? Yeah, you should. Well, no, he's not looking over at her because they're probably not even living together. Oh, Jesus. Uh-oh. <laughs> I Tom bet you Brady and Gazelle together. now? <laughs> yeah, man. I bet you, I bet you that's You mean Antonio big. Brown and Gazelle. You got it mixed up. Ooh. Uh, what? Oh, I guess you didn't see the Instagram post. No. Yeah, you, I, didn't, you didn't see the post he posted, Antonio Brown? <laughs> he photoshopped himself onto Tom Brady's body, hugging, Giz- hugging Giselle, Giselle after he won the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Go to Antonio, Brown's, Go to Antonio Brown's, Instagram. Brown's Instagram. Go to Antonio Brown's hold Instagram. Up, hold up. I've been out of Forgetting he's been traveling. <laughs> so what? is Antonio Brown, apparently. Yeah. Well, Antonio Brown's too busy skinny dipping in the pool. With a with a fishing pole. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Yeah, yo. That's good and terrible, yo. Why would you do that? He is wilding. Well, Tom and Giselle aren't living together right now, apparently. Then he feel like he can just do whatever he want. That's that wow. man's wife, man. Right. Until He's she tripping. C T E. He is tripping. All right, well, yeah. And even if she of... wasn't, then that's his ex-wife. I mean, you still disrespectful. I mean, this is, you know, this is Antonio Brown. Hey, he what's is... worse, doing that or sleeping with somebody's mom like LeBron's mom? <laughs> the mom. <laughs> Hands down, the mom. What, what was his name? What was dude's name? Uh, that slept with LeBron's mom? Delonte West. Delonte, Delonte West. You see, you see what happened to Delonte? He homeless now. He yeah, lost exactly. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't want to make man. He's got the actual mental health issues, though. I yeah, but he boned that man's wife first. He, I mean, sure mom, did. he boned his mom first. Maybe that's what did it. I don't know. I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> like you don't you don't do that. That's your teammate. Y'all the same age. And uh, yeah, anyway. All right. Speaking of basketball, is anybody watching the Washington with his preseason games? No. 
Um, I mean, you I would be the one. best person to watch one because there would be three in the morning here for us. It would be nine in the morning for you. <laughs> All right, they're playing in Tokyo? Japan. They're in Japan, yeah. yeah. I'm not watching that. I'm good. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm I mean, unless you want to watch preseason mediocrity, I don't even want to watch play regular season mediocrity. Like I'm, a, and you yeah. know what? I would actually go. I'm actually considering going to the game to see the Lakers when the Lakers come. No, oh, you, you want? Okay, what? that's fine. They, yeah, you want to go see on. the Lakers at Capital One? Their, games, <laughs> their games are fun to go to. Why? I mean, the, no, no. I went last. How year. is it it's, fun? Oh, the halftime show. You get to see you get to see the other team. You first get to see of all. backyard. You get to see the other team. <laughs> backyard might be performing, and then it's a big like social event. You'll know like half the people there. You know, it, so it, it's basically you know. A, a, an away game party. Yeah, none of this sounds yeah. enticing to me. That's right. <laughs> I, I'm not enticed by any of that. Like I just want to see the Lakers it's before fun, LeBron retire, retires. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll see the Bucks if Giannis is playing, but you know. Yo, it's Capital fun. One like, Arena you know, is now FedEx Field. What's fun? Everything <laughs> except for the game. It's fun. Oh, so it's like a college, a black college game. Yes. <laughs> no one goes Yo, to see the game. They just on, go for half time. When was the last time y'all been to an NBA game, like uh, a, a game at the uh, uh, cap? You know, there. I went in 2017. If you go to a football game or a baseball game, people are there in jerseys and jeans and sweats, you know, like that kind of stuff. You go to these basketball games, chicks are there in heels, oh, and, yeah. like, people are, like, halfway dressed up, like, metro yeah, sexual. Yeah, because it's, it's inside. Going like, it's going to it's, love. It's because yeah, it's man. inside. <laughs> yeah, no, I went, I, yeah. Went to, I went to the – what game did I go to? I went – they played the Knicks when I went to the game. When I went to see – uh, God. The Gosh, Commanders. The Battle of the Mediocres. Yeah, good Lord. Right. The Commanders I'm play – um, I went to go see Obi. Obi Top was playing. Commanders. Commanders are playing um, the, the Commanders. Cowboys. No, huh? I, I'm saying the games I went to last season. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I went to both of those. Um, I just went to go see Obi Toppin for real. Like Obi Toppin was playing. I was like, it's cool. The battle of the mediocre bastards. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't a good game. Put it like that. I think Obi probably got like three dunks, and I was like, okay, I'm good. I can go get me a pretzel. You know, and you know what's crazy? So. The last game I remember actually going to, I was like, this is, I actually left before halftime was, uh, you still had Lob City and you still had Chris Paul and Blake and um, DeAndre in LA at the Clippers and they were playing the Wizards and I bullshit you not, the score was like 84 to 30 by the second quarter. I was like, yeah, I'm out. They were just throwing alley-oops all over the place. I was like, and I went, I went because I was conflicted because I went with my um, DeAndre Jordan jersey on, but I had on a Wizards hat. I took that wizard's hat off so quick about a second quarter. I was like, I ain't repping these niggas. <laughs> they suck. Man, I remember, I remember the game. This was probably the best. I think it was 2015 when we went to the playoffs. I watched the Wizards playoffs? annihilate the Miami Heat when LeBron was there. It was, I think the final score was like 103 to like 76. And, they and LeBron had like, was playing? LeBron was playing. LeBron, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade were playing. Who was on the Wizards? It was John Jordan? Wall. <laughs> I wish. Jordan, Pippen. It was uh, John Wall, <laughs> Bradley Beal. Uh, what's his name? Chris Stops? No, nah, I'm just playing. Um, what, what's the dude's, the, the dude's name that is, uh, he, he's like helping the Wizards out for like two weeks. Oh, he was uh, a center. Gortat. Yeah, Marching Gortat. Nene was on that team. 
Oh, um, the name was all right back then. Though. Trevor Ariza. This was before Paul Pierce got there, and uh, somebody else. I can't remember the starting five. That's the but that was the year they went team in the last ten years. That's man. the that's the team that went to the playoffs. That went to, almost got to the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm. That's before that's before you had the number one option become um, Bill. That's crazy. When uh, Wall was still number one option. Yeah. Uh, more NBA questions. Will I want to say his name wrong? Uh, Wimbenyama. Wimbenyama. Will he become the next Giannis? You know, they're talking about it. He's seven two. This is the guy I was talking to you guys about a couple yeah, months yeah. ago. This yeah, is, you, you're the one with the... Uh, this is the guy that I feel like the Wizards need to trade up for in the draft. He's going to be... He's he looks a little lanky, uh, though. But I mean, he I guess is, Giannis but so did. was Giannis. How tall is Giannis? Six, I don't feet. think he's mediocre enough. I think... <laughs> I don't. What? I don't know how tall Giannis is. I think Giannis seven. He like he's one of those seven. guys that's either going to be really good or be a bust. Well, that's so what that's what the that's, that doesn't is. really fit uh, what we need here. He's not mediocre. <laughs> uh, Wembenyama so. is seven two, two hundred nine pounds. That's pretty lanky. Yeah, that's very lanky. Two hundred nine. Two hundred nine pounds. That's it. Two two ten. Yeah. <laughs> But, he, but he's 18 years old. Seven feet, too? He'll but he's 18. He's 18. Giannis was that lanky, too. And he put he he put on some Well, mass. Giannis is 6'11". He's 6'11". So he's, he got a couple inches on him. Giannis yeah, but he right. when he was drafted, he was about that. He, he was, he was about that. Yeah, yeah he, he was, was about that weight. Oh. So he goes into the gym, and he starts eating, and he starts working out. You know, he's got, like, an, an NBA team paying his bills to <laughs> – to, to work out he's gonna be he's gonna be suited up and ready to play like Giannis I feel like I, my, my only fear with guys that are over seven feet tall is their knees like yeah 6'10 6 like 6'8 to 6'10 is like prime height if you add muscle to that frame you do get a Giannis you get a LeBron you get like those frames those frames are sustainable for long careers in NBA when you start going past seven Feet seven foot two, seven foot three, those they're not as sustainable, especially with the way the game's played now. I've seen some footage on this kid play before; he can shoot too. So, yeah. like, it's not like he don't have no game. I think you you do have to bulk him up. Like, if you don't bulk him up, then you have a problem because he's not gonna be able to bang down low. He's tall enough to like, can, but you can put if you can push him around, like he, he's gonna. It's like he like did. A, he did have a muscle injury in, back in June. Um, it's called uh, it's called psoas, uh, which runs from your from the back of your leg. Uh, it's the muscle that allows a person to pull their knee up to their chest. Knees, see, look already. Yeah, yeah. So that's like, the only thing that would be holding them back. <laughs> Seven foot two players in the NBA are like uh, greyhound dogs. Like they look nice, but like <laughs> they got a lot of like health issues and. and, and like you don't want to be stuck now, with those guys. The year before that, he had You're a shoulder. Saying they all Greg Oden, man. The year before that, he had yeah. a shoulder contusion in, uh, injury, and then um, a month before that, he had he fractured a finger. Mm. So he's like Mr. Glass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he or has had some injury, but a lot of a lot of players do, man. I mean, they got like injuries. They got little, little knickknack injuries, like. But is he going to be Greg Oden, or is he going to be? Mm. I mean, Anthony Davis, who's always injured. 
But Anthony Davis got the Lakers a ring. I mean, or is he going to be I'm Mr. Zion you, Williams? If you draft Wimbanyama and he takes you to the finals, he you don't even have to win the finals. He takes you to the finals, and next season he's injured and done for the season. It's worth it for me. Oh, oh, okay. this just in. This just in. Win Benyama actually means Williamson in Swahili. He's not going to play. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Have you seen the pictures of Zion? Recent the new ones? He lost He's a little lost bit weight. of weight. He lost He's some weight. He lost a little bit. Yeah, we'll see what he does. Like, I'm interested to see. I, I, I still think he's done. Like, I think he's he, the player he was is not the player he's going to be. But let's see what he does next year. Duke players never amount to anything. Anyway, right now the uh, the wow. Spurs are looking to draft Wimbanyama, but we'll oh, see. Oh, so you think the Wizards trade up? I think they need to. Mm. We don't have shit. Well, I mean, we got Daniel the- Gafford. We got Kristaps Porzingis. He's not going to last the whole season. How tall is Kristaps? Like seven feet two, right? <laughs> Probably, but he's also older. He is older now. Injured. He's still in his twenties, though, right? He got to still be in his twenties. He is twenty-seven. Yeah, he's not done. He's supposed to be. This is supposed to be his. Prime and that's time. also how many games he'll play this season. <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but back to Duke players. I Chris want you to name. Also, name how some, many games he'll name play? Name a Duke standout. Name a Duke standout that actually became like an NBA star. Didn't Vince Grant Brady Hill injured? Grant Hill injured. No, no. Grant Vince Hill had a no great Carolina. career, bro. Injured. Everybody yeah. gets injured. Michael Jordan yeah. used to get injured. Well, yeah, no, nah, but Grant Hill had an injury that ended his shit. Like, yeah, that, Grant that was injured. never the but same. Still, he had prior a to the injury, though. Now, prior to the injury, Grant yeah. Hill was great. Yeah, but outside of outside of Grant Christian Hill, Leitner. if he didn't no, get injured, in- <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, when he was with the Wizards too, man. Oh my gosh, um, Kyrie Irving. <laughs> <laughs> You're making my point for me. <laughs> Kyrie Irving ain't injured. He just don't want to get vaxxed. He's not in the body. His mind is gone. <laughs> <laughs> His mind is injured. He's writing that shit down. Kyrie Irving is not injured. His mind is. <laughs> Mental health on the injury, injury list. Mental I'm health. I'm writing down. Kyrie's body's not injured. His mind is. <laughs> No, nah, I don't really know any Duke players that have really had because they don't extended uh, successful careers other than Kyrie, Grant Hill. Um, what what uh, what's his name? Um, JJ Redick. Man, he had a good career. Man, he's a bench player. Man, um, what's what's his what's my name? What's my man's name? Oh no, he was at UNC. I'm thinking of who's the dude that looked like. Uh, uh, who's the dude? That, I can't think of his name. Not Shane Betty, eh? No, no, no. Um, I can't think of his name, but he was at UNC, not Duke. No, I can't think of anybody. Duke players don't get it done. Tell you another one. Yeah. Indiana, another school. What? Well, but you got Indiana, Calvin Chaney? Indiana. Who didn't um uh? What school did uh, Isaiah Thomas go to? Didn't he go to I Indiana? He's, I think he's probably like the only one. Yeah. He was in it? He's like the only one so. that actually became a big star. I don't know where he went to school. I'm about to look it up. Let's see. What Magic? I think, no, I think, Magic went to Michigan no, State. No, Michigan State. Michigan I think State. that literally uh, Isaiah's 
Like yeah, the only yeah. person from Indiana. But Indiana didn't have good players <laughs> Actually, past the nineties, the mid nineties, to be honest. After after bruh, the mid nineties, I was the, the similarity they had was those they, they just had those coaches that it was about yeah. the coach. Yeah. And the players were just kind of whatever. They were like Lego pieces. <laughs> yeah, look I at mean, Eric Gordon went to Indiana. Eric Gordon. He Victor went to Indiana? Oladipo. Yeah. Oladipo went to Indiana? Oh, yeah, he mm-hmm. did. He having a good bounce back. Wait, Oladipo went to the University of Indiana? Yeah, yeah I'm looking at the list. I didn't know that. Oh. What school he graduated from? Gonzaga? Oladipo. Gonzaga? Uh, no. He's from Maryland, right? He's from here. But that's post-Bobby Knight, so maybe they'll be different. But, like, Coach K, Bobby Knight, their players? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. What about UNC? Oh, UNC put them out. Yeah. Vince? <laughs> UNC put them out, bro. What's my <laughs> they man? put I them keep, out. I keep forgetting Worthy. dude's name. Jordan? <laughs> At UNC, I cannot think of his name. It's yeah, Oladipo uh, uh, was a second round. He was the second pick in the first round in the 2013 draft yeah that was post bobby knight though mm. bobby no- knight and coach k eras put in put out a lot of good college basketball but those guys when they came out of there didn't do nothing yeah. unc had uh michael jordan of course harrison barnes james worthy barnes. danny green danny green james worthy vince carter james worthy was baller bro anton yep. jameson Yep. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> um, Brent, Brendan Haywood. Rashid Wallace. Nah, man. Nah. Kenny Rashid Smith. Rashid Wallace. Kenny yeah. Smith. Yep. Kenny Smith, too. Mm-hmm. W. Ellington. Then they had Perkins. Uh, Felt man. Um, <laughs> Jerry Stackhouse. That's who I was thinking of. Jerry Stackhouse. Golly, I could not think of his name. Sam Perkins, like you said. Sam Perkins. Sam yeah. Perkins. Raymond yeah. Felton. Um, W. Ellington Felton. Hey, here you go, Brendan Haywood. <laughs> oh, shit. You thought it was Ellis. It wasn't Ellis Felton. <laughs> uh, J.R. Reed, Ty Lawson. Yeah, I mean, yeah. UNC yeah, put North them Carolina out. put them yeah. out. You're right. They put them out. All right, well. All right, next question. What team stands to, um, out as the favorite to you guys to be the best team in NBA this season? Suns in four. <laughs> Hell no. Man, look, the Suns lost to, uh, uh, what's that European team name last night? They lost to a European team uh, in Phoenix last night. Well, Listen, did they man. have Doc Rivers as a guest coach? <laughs> and Paul Aiden George. Like he want to beat him, man. Like, it's... Honorary team captain Paul George. Nah, man. Um, I'm gonna say the Warriors right now are the favorite, but I am. I not, like the Warriors. I am not sleeping on the Celtics again this year. Uh, amidst the controversy, nah, controversy. I'm not, I'm not. They can. They can get out of that. If you look at their general manager, they lost on coaching. <laughs> They're gonna get us. They're gonna get. They're gonna fire him. They're gonna fire. What's his name? They might as well have fired him. I don't understand the suspension thing on that. I don't Why didn't they just fire him? They just. They should have just fired him. I mean, I think eventually they will, and they're gonna bring in a suitable head coach. The Um, other thing about this, right? He only been a coach for the year. Yeah. But 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 here's the other thing about it, right? Whatever it was, it was so controversial that they didn't want to let the details out, right? So if you fire him, you fire him amicably where he just stepped away, and no one ever knows what happened. 
He should have resigned. He should have quit. That's what I'm saying. He That's how quit. you do it. Yeah, you let him you fire him, but yeah. you fire him by but telling him, leaves, yo, uh, it, I'll take your resignation, you know, we'll by the end of the day. Him. If they yeah. fire him, do they still pay him? Yeah, they pay him. If he resigns, yeah, that's yeah, why. Yeah, no. No, no, no. So you got to pay him because that's part of the NDA. Not, we never talk about this. You sign an NDA, you pay him out, you take Even good care quits. of him. You take great care of him. Yeah, yeah no, no. You, you pay him well. So Have him sign the quit. NDA and just, dude, here's all your money. Then we I never talk quit. about this again. You never talk about this again. Yeah. Did y'all see that so, clip of the coach that was like, uh, I forgot what coach it was. They, uh, I think it might have been NFL. And they were like, they, they, the team offered it basically. Like He was like, he thought he was coming back the next season. And then they was like, yeah, we're just going to buy you out of your contract. He was like, wait a minute. Who is this? I forgot. what I, It was a clip of one. Uh, he was talking about it in an interview. And he was like, they owed him like $37 million left in his contract. And he was like, we're just going to buy you out. He was like, it's been real. I'm going to clear my desk today. <laughs> he's like, I'm, and he's like hey, what you do? He's like, I cleared out my desk. He's, he's like, 37. He's like, they just gave him a check. Yeah. I mean, that's how you that's how you get rid of a problem like that without making a lot of noise. You yeah. pay the dude. You give him the money. And you have him sign an NDA and we'll shut up and you shut up. Boom. Maybe that. Maybe they're working on that. We'll it's see. too late now. They didn't let the <laughs> They can still fire him. They can still fire him. Yeah, but, but I, they they were sloppy. They didn't let all this information out. Well, and it all should have been done quiet. The problem was they let it out. Like they didn't have to say shit, and they true. put it out. Yeah, that's what my true. whole point is that they fumbled this. Okay. Yeah. They could have easily let this gone quietly. He stepped down for some you know reason they didn't agree. Blah right. blah blah. Oh wow, he had such a great season. We don't know what happened, and it just move on. Just go somewhere. Yeah. Man. yeah. Okay. All right, let's go back to the NFL for a second. Um, with the Giants, Eagles, and the Cowboys being at the top of the division, uh, NFC East, that is, um, who do you ultimately have winning the uh, NFC East? I'm going to pick the Eagles. You Dang. know what, man? Eagles I'm, not looking back. I want to look at the Eagles, but I just have this. I just have a feeling that something's going to happen to Jalen Hurts. You think Hurts is going to get hurt? I think he's sure going to be, yeah, yeah. I mean, first of all, the Eagles, the v Eagles are playing very well right now, but the Eagles tend to only really score in the second quarter. For like four straight weeks, they have scored a majority of their points in the second quarter. And who did they play last week? The Jags. So they played so. the, the Jags, the Commanders, the Lions. They played three teams with losing records right now. I'm waiting for them to play like the Chiefs. But they kind of gave the, the people Bills. the Bills. Oh, you're saying they, they play, they play, they basically score late. You're saying they, they have they the can't easy score. schedule. They can't come up from behind, basically. That's what I'm saying. Like, if, if, you play, if you play the Chiefs, the Chiefs are going to put 17 in the first quarter. Well, Andy Reid is there for revenge. Anyway. Sure, that's what I'm saying. They're going to put 17 <laughs> against the Eagles. Kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Just so um, you know. Oh, you want the real thing? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now the Eagles, now the Eagles might put up at least twenty in the second quarter, but what's going to happen in the third and fourth? Patrick Mahomes knows how to make a comeback. Patrick Mahomes is different, yo. He is. Yeah, he's, he's di the other play. The other quarterback who's the same way is Josh Allen. Yeah, Josh Allen's different too. I get that. So, I don't know. I just have this feeling that some. I feel. I think. Jalen Hurts might not finish out the season. And I do think that he, I just don't want to sleep on the Cowboys right now. I do. Especially with Dak coming back. 
Just don't sleep but with is he? Cowboys. But is he? He's definitely coming back. Is he? This year? Yes. yes. Controversy. Yes. He's coming back. Hmm. Is he? You, you paid him $38 million. He's coming back. Trust me. <laughs> Well, they ain't lost they did, since he been out. When they did with Tua, he came back and look where we at now. They Dak ain't lost. They ain't lost since back. he been gone. Dak back. Oh, you said because they're not losing under the um under um the quarterback. Yeah, they, they already the started the controversy yeah, rumor. And shoot, Jerry Jones was behind him. Listen, Jerry Jones is in a very good position right now with a very good backup quarterback. You got to start the guy who you paid. Yeah. Or that's a waste of money. If he doesn't perform, fuck it. Take him out. Put hey, Cooper Rush in. He was standing next way, to a guy in a blue blazer that's good at wasting money like that. The, and the way that the NFL set up now is you just bench that guy and you trade him next year. You get somebody to buy that. You, who wouldn't take that? Like, yeah, but you just paid him. Yeah, but you get somebody to eat that contract and you get who, draft picks. Well, okay. Who's going to eat okay. that contract? You know okay. Saying? I don't know that y'all would trust Cooper Rush, though. I don't think you trust Cooper Rush. I mean, look, we sucked. You, you, you we sucked against the Cowboys. But look at what we did to Cooper Rush. We picked him off twice, and we sacked him three times. Now, both of those interceptions were called back because of stupid penalties. But he got sacked three times. He was scoreless in the, what, the third, the second and third quarter. Didn't throw any touchdowns in the second or third quarter. He isn't to me. He isn't at. How old is he? Thirty-one. He's a, he's a stopgap. He's not the he's not the answer. But he's, he's the definitely answer not the answer. Right I think he, I think he's overhyped. I think he's overhyped. He's like Jeremy Lin. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You get you get hyped for like a year, and you, you you're not gonna keep him. You keep him on the roster for sure, but you, he's not your answer. Like, but that's all to say. Once Dak gets back, <laughs> when, when once he returns. <laughs> I really do think that the Cowboys are going to be on this high horse of winning the division again. I, I hate I really to say do it. think so. I, I hate to say it because just because he's a Cowboy, and it's, we're talking about the Cowboy franchise. But Dak has been has when he's healthy, he's put up numbers. Like he's a we, top ten quarterback. We man. call him trash numbers because of when they got put up and all that stuff. But the, the dude can throw the football. He can. And he, can he can maneuver the pocket. Yes. If you gave him some time and some options, I am a little afraid of what Dak can actually do with, with a team that actually has yes. like his back. Like, uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I still, mean, I, my pick would be the Eagles with the way they're playing right now. Yeah. If okay, if Jalen Hurts could stay healthy, then yeah, they'll win the division. But I'm not sleeping on the Cowboys right now. I I'm waiting to see that division matchup between Dallas and Phil and Philly. I mean, Dak probably won't be there, right? So he might. Well, he might. He might be there. They said week five or six, holding the clipboard. <laughs> Maybe his hand well, is just swollen. That's it. Oh uh, well, we'll see. All right. Um, after his performance, do you think Pickett was drafted too high? <laughs> they put Pickett in, and he threw three picks and fumbled. <laughs> hey, hey, his name is Pickett. <laughs> <laughs> they picked it. His name, it's in his name. <laughs> Come he pick need, me. He, he need to be. Uh, he to, his teammate should be Blewett. <laughs> what was the kicker's name? Chris Blewett. Chris Blewett. Oh man. I mean, I, that might be just first game jitters. Yeah. Uh, you know, rookie jitters. I think he might. You can't he might call turn that around. 
I, I don't it's know. crazy that Tomlin made that move already. Like that's, I was like, whoa. Well, well he, he, Trubisky he rolled, was. He rolled with, yeah, and then he was like, you know, I, he threw I, four picks in the first half. I'm not gonna sit on that sword. Let him sit on that sword. That's not. That's not my sword to sit on. That's his. Like, uh. nigga, the Steelers had seven picks in one game. Honestly, I take nine sacks over seven picks any day. Thank you. I would take nine sacks over seven picks. Nine sacks over seven picks any day. Yeah. Like, there's no way I'm taking seven picks. And I'm still standing my standing What about by nine my... sack fumbles? <laughs> <laughs> any any turnover. Like, I don't want the turnover. Like, I'm <laughs> still standing my by my prediction that Tomlin will finish under five hundred for the first time in well, his career. Well now now that he's changed quarterbacks, I agree with you. Well, that's why I was saying it from the very beginning. I'm I like, mean, he he's gonna go start working on the rookie now. He don't even have a solid backup quarterback. That's <sighs> no Motherfucker got small ass hands. He going to go to the waiver wire and find somebody in a in a, in a wire, man. He goes to find another quarterback. Like this nigga company. drinks water with two hands. <laughs> <laughs> Watch him on the sideline. Watch. He need a straw. Like this. <laughs> He's holding it like like his porridge. <laughs> he holds it like my son Oliver. <laughs> He's like he drinks water like a toddler. He he sounds like he was one in the the players hate the ball. The nigga drink water with two hands. (laughs) Everyone else has a Gatorade bottle. He has a sippy cup. Underwear with dick holes in them. (laughs) Oh wow. (laughs) He's standing on the sideline with a bib on. (laughs) That was one of the funniest jokes that Dave Chappelle told on that players hate the ball. He was like Rosie O'Donnell wears underwear with dick holes in them. (laughs) Jesus. Man, all right. Uh, uh, next question. I've made a turn. <laughs> That's rough. That's rough. If your wife allows you to watch football all Sunday, does she expect you to watch Hallmark movies then another day? That's super <laughs> specific, man. Who's wife? What is this about? <laughs> I heard this uh, on a on a podcast where this guy was like, "My wife allows me to watch football all day, but in return, I have to pick a day where we can watch Hallmark movies all day." So, so here's the, here here's the telling. Yeah, well, actually, it's either that or they, she has he has to pick a Saturday where they can go shopping, like at Bed Bath and Beyond oh. or or Michaels or some shit so, like that. So here's here's the telling word. When you get to the word allows, the rest of the statement is now. You know, if your <laughs> wife it, allows. She, oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. It, it, uh, oh, I'm I'm sorry. If what? <laughs> but i think allow is a is a term that can be it can be subjective Hmm. i think it could be not subject to me (laughs) as a black man you say allows i think about the back of the bus i'm i'm lucky because my wife loves football too and she even though she doesn't really watch football she likes when the tv is on she likes the sounds of football Mm, mm. and she likes when i can watch football with the kids there the kids will be playing toys and the tv will be on and we'll all watch football together so Mm. i'm lucky because i married a woman with sense oh okay okay Uh, i mean she's not gonna she doesn't want no man that like is sitting around, honey. Will you allow me to do? Well, I don't think somebody's been. I don't, I don't think somebody's saying, "Will you allow me?" But Dude, I, my father I, would disown me. I, I did hear of this guy. The second on a tray. The second tray? 
<laughs> the guy on the podcast was like, yeah, so my wife asked me the other day, she says, she says, uh, I know you'd love to watch football on Sundays. Uh, since you can watch football on Sundays, do you think you can, or no, this is what it was. She's like, since I have to watch football with you on Sundays. See, uh, see that's the thing. Yeah, my wife that's the thing. Have to How do many times right have to watch How big football is this house they in? <laughs> yeah, you know she doesn't have to do that I don't, that I don't think it's a house. I mean, these, <laughs> oh, are, these okay. are these are 20-something. These, oh, this yeah, is a 20-something yeah. couple. They live in a so, studio. Basically. I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm not holding nobody hostage. No woman, you gonna sit here and watch this football? <laughs> but I think Sundays was <laughs> Sundays is a day where it's just it's just both of them because they both mm. have they both work odd hours during the week. I think the 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 husband works. That's on their Saturdays. quality time. I bet I'm guessing that's their quality time. Oh, and he and since he then. has, if he if he wants to watch football all day, and she's like, no, just watch football with me. Sound we, like we they don't enjoy have kids. it together. No, they don't. They have a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, once they have kids, they then they give up on you know, not not give up. That sounds horrible. But, uh, not Damn. give up on quality time. Jesus but you Christ. no no. You have kids. You understand. There you just is no quality that sometimes time. There yeah. won't be quality there, there time. There is just no a quality fact time. Of life. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you sure. make time. You go out of your way to make it, but that's well, the only way you get it. Is when you yeah, when you do that, and, yeah, and yeah. it's not one or the other person doing anything wrong to the other person. It's just that kids are that. That's it's just a lot. Yeah, like I told my wife, it's our, a lot quali- to worry about. Our, our quality time will be when the commanders have a bye week, <laughs> <laughs> which is every week. He got he got he got no, time. Every this week is every week. <laughs> I was gonna say, or if they start one and three, hey, honey, you got me the rest of the season. Yeah, hey, listen, listen, shit. This past Sunday, this past Sunday, we had quality time starting at like two o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, based on the way Scott Turner is coaching, quality time starts after the second quarter. <laughs> my quality time, my wife indefinite because they never win. And these motherfuckers, fuck these dudes. <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. Well, I guess we we segue back to um, the Washington Commanders. So let's let's go to this question, and then we'll go to the next subject or the next uh, uh, segment in the show. Who is the greatest player? On the Redskins of all time, I felt like that was pointing. Like you put Redskins in that's there on hard. point, uh, on purpose. Yeah, that's, uh, on that's purpose. a hard one. It has to uh, be Redskins because there were th- yeah, there were there was nobody after that. I was about to say no, no, that's not right. You're gonna pick Chris Cooley, right? Chris Cooley was still a Redskin. He was still yeah. a Redskin. Oh, you know, yeah. I, um, I want to. I'm between, I'm between Art Monk and Daryl Green. You can't pick Joe Gibbs. You can't pick Joe Daryl Green? I'm between Art Monk and Daryl Green. I don't know which one I want. Mm. You know, I'm going to pick Art Monk. I like Daryl Green. I love Daryl Green. Uh, Daryl Green did here. It's it's just one of the two. Art Monk was something else, man. He was was something else, man. I'm going to pick Daryl Green. Mm. Daryl Green was like I don't want to say he was the first shutdown corner, but was he? He was. Listen, like, Daryl Green I, I, was you can the leave reason. Daryl Green on the island with anybody. They Darryl, would not throw that way. They would just all. would not throw over there. Daryl Green was the reason why we beat the Minnesota Vikings in the NFC Championship. Oh, when 90, he ran back that uh, the punt. No, when he blocked the pass in the end zone. I can't remember the Vikings quarterback's uh, Viking quarterback's name, but he had an open receiver in the corner of the end zone, and Daryl Green booked it and knocked the ball out before he could catch it. Mm. And that was the last play of the entire game, and we won the NFC Championship. 
Well, maybe it was 87. Maybe it was a, the, the Doug Williams Dar- year. Daryl Green, oh. man. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> I remember it's, watching it's, that game, it's so man. It's hard and, to pick against Daryl Green. because yeah, Green It's so hard much. to pick against him. And he was here until what? 2000 and... 2003. When did Daryl Green retire? It had to be early 2000s. It was definitely early yeah, 2000s. Yeah, he played for a long time. I was I went to Daryl Green's football camp like a couple summers in a row, and he was a nice guy from what I remember. 2002. Yeah. Um, it's I I my default is to Art Monk just because of what he was doing on the offense, but this and, motherfucker played 19 seasons. Jesus, oh. and had to go through a couple quarterbacks to you know to get his stats up. But it's kind of hard to deny Daryl Green's greatness, consistent consistency on defense. Like, yeah, and then yeah, man, just defining what it means to shut down that side of the field. That's crazy. Like he was shut. Like, like you like said, there were would you not throw throw there were offenses that, who were literally saying, "Don't throw that direction." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude. Martin Mayhew used to catch hell because Daryl Green was on the other side. Yeah, yeah, and he was like yeah. five eight, five nine, five. That's not even, yeah, bro. That's not even. Six when we had Daryl Green on one side and Champ Bailey on the other, shit. Mm. And then we fucking mm. traded him away. I still. Well, can't he was leaving shit. anyway. I'm not really mad at the trade. I am because he was leaving anyway. He was. <laughs> I would leaving. rather him leave than to trade him. I'd rather him leave. <clears throat> All right. Get those um, Bryce Harper feels. We should have got something for him. I'm, I'm going to yeah. change my answer. I, I like Mark. Uh, uh, Art Monk as an honorable mention, but I, I, I'm a, I'm agree with Daryl Green. Like Daryl Green just did, he did too much for the sport at the time where you weren't those those roles weren't even defined like that yet. Like they, it wasn't yeah. like shutdown corner wasn't a thing. Oh, there there is one all time great player that was on the Washington football team in Commanders. Oh, we forgot about. Oh him. Lord, here we go. Who was that? Tressway. Tressway. <laughs> I love you right. said sway. I was like, what? Tressway. <laughs> Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the next. Utilize more in the than show. any punter, <laughs> and he you gets the job done. You have no point. You have no. no like you have. You have to. <laughs> you can't Trust go. You can't move the, the ball. Yeah, he got a lot of practice. Uh, yeah, he does get a lot of break. <laughs> All right, he's a lot of reps in. Uh, this segment is called Dennis's poll. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta take a poll, Dennis. Uh, take a poll. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Wow. Poll, P O L L, not anything else. Like, we need to get into that crazy shit. Uh, all right. Best is asking me to, to list my best, uh, the best, not my best, but the best recorded bass performance. Your best. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> let's see, um, oh man! T- earlier today, man, I was in a session, man. Yeah, oh, exactly. Here, here he goes. <laughs> here he goes. Now, now I'm Micah. <laughs> 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 like, um, best recorded. Ba- oh, it's gonna be um, slang, Jacob Pastores. Mm. Like that's the first okay. time. That's the first time I ever heard a loop machine, and that was like '77. Mm. Well, okay. Like, you didn't hear it in 77. I didn't hear it in 77, but the recording's from 77. It's a live <laughs> recording from the 830 album and the 830 live album. Uh, Weather Report. Go check it out. That, what he was able to do when he when he set the loop, and then when he did, uh, he played he played the whole loop, he played the funky stuff, and then at the end of it, he used the false harmonics, and then he played this piece, like this melodic piece, and then he went into Portrait of Tracy like three times faster than the record. 
Mm. Like dog, like he did all that in like five minutes. <laughs> like, like it 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 tells you how great they like the rest of the band knew he was that he had a segment in the show where he just played by himself for five to six minutes every show. Like they would just they would just leave the stage and he would just be up there by himself. Just like that's to me that's one of the greatest bass recordings. Uh, I've ever heard, and I used to listen to that record all the time. Like eight thirty was like my record, uh, eight thirty live, not eight thirty, but eight thirty weather report. That was there's there's some other honorable mentions. Um, yeah, the first time I heard a show <laughs> of hands, okay, yeah, Victor right. Wooten, I lost my shit, and I was like, I'm never gonna play like that. <laughs> like, I'm like, there's certain things that you just you just kind of like, that's different like that's just a different brain and when i heard uh i heard if you can't hold no groove i think i heard that first but then i heard him do um i think it was called thump one-on-one where he mm. he basically slapped like a a, a beethoven piece <laughs> what like, yo it was i was like yo go back and listen to a show of hands because that's my honorable mention outside of that uh I got two more. Uh, uh, Matthew Garrison's um, the first time I heard oh, Matthew yeah. Garrison's album. Um, I think it was the self-titled debut album. And what's it called? Uh, what was that record called? Hold up, Matthew Garrison. Um, let me go to my iTunes. Hold up, man. Hold up, Matthew. Cause he did he did the album and then he did a um, a live uh, video of it. Um, Matthew Garrison, bro. Matthew Garrison did a video for it. Yeah, it was called it was called Matthew Garrison Live. It, uh, the record was called. Wait, I just I just saw it. Where's the album? Where was it? It was it was it was just it was a self titled um, album. Is this one? Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I, see, I'm asking because I'm wondering if Sean Rickman was on that one. Sean Rickman did play that live record. Okay, yeah, I'm, then I am familiar with that one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. The live record, like he had, he, it, on the live record, it was him, like it was the band, the band was killing, everybody was killing, he was in like in a studio, and then it was him and his percussionist, they did this song called Duet, and then he let the percussionist take a piece of it, he did the whole solo with a soda bottle, like a, like a pop bottle, oh, wow. like the glass one, he did a whole solo with that. But the thing that the thing that was kind of blowing my mind about what Matthew Garrison was doing, and I I I, I kind of took some of it because I was like I wanted to be able to play that fast. He had a four finger technique with his right hand where he could get like sixty fourth notes out of his out of four fingers. God talk. It was like, brr, 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 brr. It's like he's playing. He, what does right, he play? Does he play a seven string? Six he plays string? a five string for door. Wow. But it's I think it's a, I think it's a. Um, it might be a uh, piccolo, so it's like it's tuned E A D G C. So he he just wow. he just drops the low B and adds okay. the high C. I think I've I've never seen any of his specs, but what he was doing, it sounded like that's what he was doing. Like it sounded like he had uh, the facility for the the higher end of the guitar. Um, and so Matthew Garrison to me was like that was one of the best things I. And it was like it was world music, but he was he was doing all this. Uh, he was implementing chords in a different way to me. That was like, whoa, this is crazy. And then um, the last one would be uh, 
Jimmy Haslip recording mm. of a, a song called Indian Summer mm. on uh, Yellow Jacket's Greenhouse. Is that album. the Greenhouse? Yeah, yeah I know, I know that joint. That solo that he took on that record, it mm-hmm. changed me as a person when I was like 16. I was like, the the, the effects that he had, like that chorus sound, and yeah. he, I think he's playing a Zon at the time. He also put out a record called. Um, was that Zon Fretless? Fretless, yes. Uh, but it was it, the frets were the frets were either filed down or they were like pulled, so it looked like it still had the fret markings, but it didn't, it was it was fretless. Um, he had a record come out called The Ark, and it was a song in there called Orange Guitars. Those two songs, like Indian Summer and Orange Guitars, changed how I thought about bass playing. Period. So those would be my. I'm, I'm gonna put it in honorable mention. You might not even know this bass player. His name is Byron Miller. Have you heard of him? Mm-mm. So he has an incredible recorded performance on a song called Middle of the Night, which is by uh, a composer named Lalo Schifrin. Mm-hmm. And I found out about him because uh, Dilla actually sampled this song for a remix for Common. And I found the original recording. And this motherfucker is, I mean, it's like, it's like, it's like imagine, um, uh, what's what's my man's name? He used to play with the Jackson Five and Marvin Gaye. The one he plays with one James? finger. James James. James yeah. Imagine James Jamerson, but playing in that style. Um, you know how James just he's just like all over the place, but he's just providing such a solid foundation. He's he's all oh, over yeah, the place, yeah, but he's yeah, not yeah. in the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, when you listen to this record, this this dude Byron is killing. And he's not even out. taking it. He's not even taking a solo. But if you just listen to his tone and you listen to how he's playing the actual song, man, it's mm. dope. So yeah, middle of the night is the name of the song. I got, I got, is I got one more honorable mention, and I, Tom Kennedy. Oh my God! Yeah, he does something with Dave Kennedy Weckl. Yeah. On Dave Weckl's live record, yes. Jesus. Oh, I know Christ. exactly <laughs> the record you're talking about too. Jesus I forgot about Christ. Tom Kennedy. I listened to that joint. I was like, yo, he is like, first off, it's so it's it's a lot of notes. He's playing a lot of notes. Yeah, yeah. But the motherfucker is so tasteful. I was like, yo, does how he play he? upright too? I don't know. I, I think he um, plays upright too. I think he's playing six string on that one. It sounded okay. like a six string. I was like, I, this dude is crazy. I he forgot is, about Tom. He is nuts, man. So yeah, yeah. That's that's those are my well, Trey, you ain't say one. He was going to pick shit. <laughs> <laughs> I said a hip hop, a hip into the hip into the. <laughs> he thinking. Ski Johnson. <laughs> are you going to say, are you going to say, Rick James, give it to me, baby? <laughs> hey, that's, that, hey, let go. That, that's in it. You know, I was going to say Boosie because Boosie was doing some Boosie, stuff too. Boosie, yep. Yep. <laughs> he got to look it up. Are you seriously looking it up? Your mic is muted or something. Yeah, yeah, you're on. You're on the Twitter. You're on the Twitter feed. Jesus, <laughs> you're a dark card. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trey, you better say some quick. You about to get, it's about to turn to you, boy. Yeah, you it is. Say <laughs> <quick>. <laughs> you better say something quick. It's about to be fried. Trey I thought. Session. I thought we used a, a new a new term. I thought we changed dark cards to something else. It. Uh, you did. I don't remember what it was called I, though. I think Jay Hill. Jay Hill. Yeah, well, he it. never here, so. <laughs> Trey, you still muted, bro. Yeah, yeah, you're very muted, man. What's going on? Oh, I was talking what? and that's so Yeah, like, you were. We couldn't hear shit. Yeah. Oh. 
So yeah, I was no, I was looking to because to, I forgot his name, Eddie Gomez from Steps Ahead. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, Eddie yeah. Gomez has a dope album with uh, Bill Evans. Mm. It's like Bill Evans on yeah. Fender Rhodes and Eddie Gomez on Upright Bass. What? Yeah, yeah, it's dope. You know what's funny? Well, there was a record that came out. Uh, it was called uh, something about water. It was it was uh, it was Victor Wooten. It was uh, 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 what's the other guy he works with a lot? The bass player who plays Fretless. Uh, it was called Elements of Water, I think. It was like three bass players, and I was like, like Marcus Miller, Victor Wooten, and um... no, that was that was Stan the Clock. That was that was something oh. different. This is before that one. It oh, was oh, like two S- white seven. guys. You talking about SMV? That group they that, did. Yeah, you talking about that group? I'm talking. There was another group that he right? did like in yes. the early, the late '90s. Yeah. It, mm. it was like him, and it was just him and another bass player. And Victor played his uh, Yin Yang bass, and the other dude played Fretless. And it was like you could tell who was doing what. <laughs> like, yo, this is this is a. You mean Steve Bailey? Steve Bailey, yes. Um, which it's I called Steve Bass Bailey. Extremes. Bass Extremes. Oh my god, I bought that record. Yeah. I actually went and bought that record. I listened to it a couple of times. I was like, these niggas are wilding. <laughs> just doing whatever. And then I think after that, Victor did the Live Run America tour. Um, and, you know, he was he was big enough. I mean, shout out to Victor, because Victor was doing a lot of stuff. But I think the the real shout out from the Wooten family goes to Reggie, because Reggie was the one who mm. showed him all that stuff. And he could mm. do that shit on guitar. Like, when they used to do their, their bass and guitar battles, and it's like, Victor come out slapping, and you see Reggie slapping on the guitar. You're like, he's doing the same shit that Victor's doing. It's like on the man, guitar. we need to give Victor Wooten his flowers. You know that nigga got like five Grammys. Yeah, man, he's he's dope. Like, well, <laughs> just he shouldn't rap. Just don't rap. Like whatever you don't rap. Oh, <laughs> is he rapping? Yeah. I never heard that. Oh no, dude, he raps on every record. I gotta put this in the Wack Museum. Uh, yeah, go listen to if you ain't got no groove. He rapping on I, that joint. Not really interested in hearing that. Oh, I am. Oh, I would love to hear that. <laughs> yeah, it's like his lyric is like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you guys a little trick. I'm gonna use my bass without playing a pick." What nigga? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yo, right. no way. All right, next oh question god. is a base a best bass discography. You know, I have Marcus Miller, Anthony Jackson, Nathan East, and Chuck Rainey. So, okay. Chuck wins by default. Just just the, the catalog of records that he yeah. worked on. But Nathan Worked on a lot of records too, and Nathan a lot of needs flowers, flowers, bro. Yeah, Nathan. But Nathan, Nathan, yeah, Nathan has more famous bass lines, bro. This is what I'm saying, like Nathan. Yeah, I wanted. I, yeah, have you I seen mean, Nathan East's house, nigga? The nigga, I mean, he got a helipad on his house in the Hollywood yeah, Hills, I bro. Mean, I get, yeah, I get it. I get it, man. I'm not. Boom, yeah. boom, ba, doom, da, doom, boom, 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 dude. That he's been sampled. It's like, dude, you can sing his bass lines like on every record in the 80s, nigga. Like, Nathan East was it, dog. Like, Anthony Jackson. The reason why I love. Anthony Jackson was on a lot of stuff too, bro. No, 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 no. The reason why I love Anthony Jackson is not because of the records he played on. I love Anthony Jackson because he could play one. He's the guy that said. Bass player should have six strings too. He mm. was the first guy with a, ba- with a six string bass. He was like, mm. they was like, why you got six strings? He's like, guitars got stri- the six strings. Why the fuck can I have six strings? Yeah, they're both guitars. Yeah, fuck it. Marcus Miller. <sighs> yeah, 
because he, you know, two two, <laughs> yeah, two two. But, but, yeah, but I, I mean, I feel like Marcus second. Miller was in his <laughs> sure specific did. lane, though. He wasn't like Marcus Miller was very, but he Marcus was more Miller, of a producer. Yeah, yeah, he's more yeah. producer. Like I would, I would throw Stanley Clark in there before I throw Marcus in there because mm. Stanley was doing a lot of stuff in the seventies with you know George Duke and all that stuff and um, Return of Forever, and then he went into the film scoring stuff, and you know, but Marcus kind of did the same thing you know, like he you know he had his thing with miles and then he went into like scoring films and all that stuff um but nate like again man if even looking at the list nathan east man was just the foreplay the shit that he did with foreplay yeah. dude come on eric man. clapton yes man it's like he he was the he's the guy the bgs i had some honorable and like uh i wanted to throw carol k in there too because she don't get her flowers at oh. all like, oh my god they yes. need to give her like i, I watched a documentary really with her um a couple years ago where she went back to the studio where she recorded all those records mm-hmm. and they wouldn't let her in because they didn't know who she was wow and i was like yo she was like yo i recorded all these i recorded all the hit records on the walls right here i recorded all those records they's like yeah that's cool but uh you gotta have an appointment to come in here <laughs> it was like Carol, are you serious? Exactly, dog. Like, and she she's recorded over seventeen thousand. Dude, she her fame her most famous baseline is the one with the Beach Boys. The yep. uh, good vibrations. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched it. I remember she was talking about that, and she's like, she improv that thing. Yeah, she improv it exactly. I remember so that. It's like, yeah, give that woman her flowers, man. Like, it, you know. So I mean, in in no order, because you know Chuck is Chuck is awesome. Is there's no slight to anybody on this list? Everybody on this list is dope. But if I had to pick the person with the best discography, it's going to be Nathan East. Yeah, I have to agree. Yeah, for sure. Trey don't have no say in that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's, he's going to pick somebody with a bass flute. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's funny? Not funny, but like Marcus does play bass clarinet. <laughs> No, that's true. <laughs> and no, he plays right. it on the shows. Like he kills. He's killing on that joint. So yeah, I'm that's his. Pro- that was his primary instrument. That's his first instrument. You would isn't know uh, Andre three thousand playing that right now? He's walking around playing like a bassoon oboe thing. It's oh, it, <laughs> a bassoon oboe was, thing. That shit. At like first, it was Star bass Wars. clarinet. Yeah, it looked like something. At first, from Star it was Wars. bass. At first, it was, was bass it? clarinet. I don't. Yeah, he was playing bass clarinet for like four or five years. I, I just saw pictures of him at like gas stations walking out with like a Twix and like having a shit. He is so he is so done with rap. I ain't mad it's, at him, yo. He wants to be like Rashawn Roland Kirk right now. Yeah, All right. Next <laughs> next one. All right, this is I'm gonna Put throw a, a scenario. Of instruments in his mouth. I'm gonna throw a scenario. Pause. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's what Rashawn Roland Kirk is best known for, right? He put a Jesus. lot of instruments in his mouth. Jesus. I mean, yeah. All right, fair. Damn. All right. You're 22 years old. <laughs> you're at Love Nightclub, and you're a wallflower. Yeah. What is the song that gets you dancing on the floor by yourself? We already know what Trey's is. Um, right, clap, the by clap the cheeks. <laughs> not clap the cheeks. Not clap the cheeks. Uh-huh. I'm not. I'm not going out there by myself. You said back that ass up. Dance, <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, that's my shit. Where my flute at? Wow. <laughs> said, oh shit, where's my flute? Oh, that's funny. Uh 22. What song would by yourself? Who's going out there by if ain't no girls out there, I ain't going out there. Well, no, Bruh, you, you, you know, know you go out there to dance with, you mean like you, go out there to you, dance with a girl? You're going out no, you're going out there to dance by yourself because you're feeling the song. Just a so party hard. by yourself shit. in yes. the middle of the floor. Yeah. 
Like you yeah, don't give bro. a shit about girls. I, I don't think any songs are that good. Purple Okay, if you're dancing to Purple Rain, something wrong. Jones, I ain't doing that. Damn. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't have a song at 22 that would have did that for me. I don't have a song now that would do that. For me. <laughs> I'm trying to think. That's at what I'm 20... saying. I didn't. I didn't see the, the "by yourself" part. I'm just. Well, like, you know, nah, for me at 22, that would have been Glenn Miller's "In the Mood." No, I swear. <laughs> Um. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, take the A train for me. <laughs> Twenty-two. That should have been ninety-seven. Setting up. So I have no idea, man. I think maybe running by the far side. Yeah, you know what? But you, you got to talk about the climate that you're in too, like because like ninety-seven dudes were dancing still. Like when you get to like the early two thousands. Yeah, cats weren't dancing like that. Like, Not really. They were they were wallflower. They were they were too cool to dance. Yeah, you you got to be like, like let's let's change this the, the specs a little bit. So let's say yeah, the eighties and nineties dudes did go eighty seven and ninety two. Like what song would have got you on the dance floor? Because I'd have been out there. Anything that mm, guy came out with, I'd have been out there dancing my ass off. Really, guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you just say a guy would have made you dance? No, guy. The group. <laughs> the guy. <laughs> Teddy Jam? He was like, Jam? I'm like, oh, shit, nigga. <laughs> hey, why I'm picturing Dennis with a party oh shirt God. on, too? Dude, 92, I had party shirt every day, nigga. I was out there. I had a rat tail, too. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and that was when I got my first earring. Yeah, one like rat 12, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you one you song in ninety. Oh, yeah, one rat dread. One song was, in ninety eight. One song in ninety eight, ninety nine that definitely got me out on the dance floor by myself dancing, and that was uh, "Find a Way" by Tribe Called Quest. Okay, you know that was, you that know, was my I, jump. Honestly, yo, I'm gonna tell you the song that used to make me dance, yo, and I. Used to- <laughs> There's actually video footage of this song of me dancing to this song. <laughs> it was at it was at a New Year's Eve party. I was like 11. It was um, "Rub You the Right Way" by Johnny Kill. <laughs> <laughs> by Johnny Kill. No, no, no. You're not supposed to admit listen, that. No, no, not listen, at 11 years listen, old. Listen, I had on a, I had on a whole Ninja Turtle sweatsuit. It was like the shirt and the, the sweatsuit. <laughs> I was like that motherfucker doing the running man as hard as shit. <laughs> oh, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. And, oh, my God. Funny, I was a little kid. Anything but Michael Jackson would have got me out there. It's not just me. It was me and my best friend. So I had on the gray one. He had on the black one. We was out there dancing. You were wearing matching Ninja Turtle sweatsuits? It was was matching. It was like his was black and mine was gray. I mean, it was matching, but it wasn't matching. Was y'all doing the kitten plate? (laughs) Nah, nah. We weren't weren't that coordinated back then. (laughs) I think we were dancing for money, too. They were like trying to make us. John, the kitten plate would have been an upgrade. He said we were dancing for money. He's like, yeah, Lord. the best dance gets five dollars. We was like, shit, watch this right, man. I got <laughs> oh my god, yo! I'm your private dancer, yeah, oh, dancing yeah. for money. It couldn't have been twenty two. Twenty two. I was too cool for myself back then. I couldn't do shit. Oh, but an eleven god. nigga, <laughs> eleven year old oh, Dennis would have cut the rug with you, motherfucker. <laughs> 
Wow. Put on right. anything from the bad album. Okay, if we're talking about that edge, for me it was uh, It Takes Two by Rob Bass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, was 12, I was 12 when that joint came out. And we had an eighth grade dance. A seventh seventh grade dance and I was oh, just man. sitting on I was sitting on the bleachers. That song came on, man. I jumped from the top bleacher to the to the floor. <laughs> the floor <by> myself. <laughs> I was in there. <laughs> the oh, I look like a I look like a background dancer for special ed. You man, you was like, let me show you some moves. <laughs> I had the stonewashed jeans on and a purple oh, turtleneck no. sweater. Oh shit. Oh, now, now, hey, go now we gotta pick a song for Jay Hill. So I wish. He had a gold chain with a J on it. <laughs> man, I wish I had a gold chain. I, I had the Payless shoes. I had the the hey. Payless shoe store version of Jordans. It was called Pro Wings. I yeah, remember the Pro Wings. I know yeah. everybody know about the Pro Wings. Okay, no, yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. Air Max, nigga. <laughs> oh, I remember Air Max. <laughs> you mean no? You mean you mean Airwalk? Airwalk. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Man, that's funny. Trey, hey, you We got to pick. No, I said anything. He said on anything Michael by Michael Jackson. Jackson. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 But but we got to pick one for Jay Hill since he's not here. Oh, oh I'm gonna shit. pick um um Alexander O'Neill. Saturday Love. Never on Monday, Sunday so soon. <laughs> My feelings can't explain. <laughs> no, I got I got Jay's song. That shit was uh Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> I could I could hey. Well, I mean, low key that wasn't that everybody's song though. It's probably anything by the weekend. Oh shit. Oh, oh. <laughs> he, he talking oh, about oh. now, nigga. <laughs> Jay still dancing. He dancing right now. Shit. Oh, yeah. He, he's somewhere. He's, yeah, he, yeah, he's somewhere he, over here on his vacation dancing. Yeah. yeah. Breaking it down. Whip like, I said faster, nigga. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. She can no. say it. We, and we're we going to Cracker Barrel tomorrow morning. <laughs> you going to get the blueberry pancakes <laughs> and suffering, wow. nigga. Blueberry pancakes and suffering. <laughs> oh, this is Good so Lord. wrong. Oh, my gosh. All right. Good Lord. One more question, then we're going to go to the Sports and Things news. Uh, who Ooh, would Lord your superpower, if you, uh, what superpower would you possess? Uh, I can't even say the question. What superpower would you possess if you had to pick one? Ooh. I, I just answered this yesterday. I would, I would. Living pick. in the DC area, I need to be able to fly so I can get past this traffic. Nah, man, fuck that. Yeah. I'm picking super strength. Mm, I'm picking invincibility. Ah, that's a good one. Like Wolverine. Well, I, I guess that's. I guess that's the same thing as strength. So I got to pick one different than yours. Mm. I'm not gonna pick invisibility because that's too creepy. Um. Uh, damn. I like teleportation too. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, just make my flying look dumb. Just hit the button. <laughs> you gonna fly? Yeah. I'm out of here. I can just be there, nigga. <laughs> I'll see you when you get there. Twenty four hours. <laughs> I mean, I would say invisibility, but I don't want people to think it's because I want to see women in the shower. What? So <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say invisibility because sometimes. I just don't want to be seen, period. 
That's when you stay in your well, house. Well, the teleport will work with the, for that too, though. <laughs> then you, no, you that's want, true. That's your true. Your teleport keeps will work for that too. It's like, oh, in my house, <laughs> I'm not here. <laughs> yeah, your, your secret power is tell the key sweat. My, my secret power is in my house. <laughs> did y'all? Matter of fact, sidebar before we get to the news, did y'all hear that um, Wolverine's going to be in the new Deadpool? Hugh Jackman. What? Yes, no, they, did, they, did not they just hear did. A, that. They just did an ad together. Oh shit! When they announced that he's gonna like, cause there's a um, is it gonna be a, a comedy still? Uh, yeah, I mean it's gonna be a Deadpool movie, but yeah, there's okay, a um, okay. there's a time period in between the last Wolverine movie and the last Deadpool movie where they could make a series of movies that lead up to Wolverine being old. Yo, yeah, okay, so Hugh Jackman's back right. is, is back as Wolverine. Wow! So now, All right, John, that's dope. I just gave you some news, so you give us the rest of it. John presents <laughs> things news. All right, Mr. Turner, thank you. This is John Lane, and this is the Sports and Things Nest. Yay. On, what's today, Tuesday? October 4th. It's Wednesday. My man. It is? No, it's Tuesday. No, it's Wednesday. It's 4.30 a.m. <laughs> oh, for you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'm it in is. I'm the future, as Trey said. It is, it is two Wednesday. <laughs> Uh, October fourth. <laughs> October fourth. Uh, October fourth. For fifth, if I plead the fifth, two thousand twenty-two. Uh, we're gonna start with um, music news. Uh, sad news, I guess it's a sad news for uh, artist Miguel. Uh, Miguel's wife has filed for divorce. Oh, who is he married um, to? He's married to the uh, the. Uh, I, I guess. Her the she was in a high school she was like a high school sweetheart, um in the video for sure thing uh Nazanin Mandi. I was thinking about Janae and you go in um the other rapper. Oh no 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 yeah okay. no Nazanin Mandi I think he's a model, uh I believe. Um, Big Sean. she um she filed for divorce on in court on Tuesday, uh after nearly three years of marriage. According to the documents obtained by TMZ, Miguel's wife is citing irre- irreconcilable differences as a result mm. for the split and says um, there is there is a prenup. Uh, they don't go into detail about what the prenup is. Um, but they reportedly announced on September 2021 that they were separating after 17 years together. They were married for three, but they were together for nearly 20 years. Uh, and it seemed to hint that they were back together in February when he posted a photo dump of them on Instagram. But turns out he just missed her a lot. Um, he also captioned it, Love Heals, I'm proud of us. But um, apparently that's not happening. Uh, Miguel met uh, Nazanin when, she, when, when he was 18 and they got engaged in 2016 before they tied a knot in November of 2018. Um, they don't have any kids. Uh, TMZ tried to reach out to Miguel's camp, and there's no word back. But um, yeah, sad, sad for them that it didn't work out because yeah, they sucks. were, they were definitely expressing their love on social media to a lot of people. A lot of people were jealous of their, their love. But you know, not happening. That thing can backfire, man. That's why you she has officially, she's officially decided not to let his love adorn. Badoosh. Um, okay. I, I, this is going to be very dark. Uh. This is for Dennis. Oh, I don't know if this is going to be good. <laughs> it's it's a dark thing, but it's going to be... It's not a good setup here. It's, it's going to be good for Dennis. Oh, okay. Uh, 
Ringo Starr had to cancel his concert because he fell ill. <laughs> oh, no, no. Ringo no. Starr and his all-star band did not hit the stage Saturday night because the famed drummer has fallen ill. Uh, the plug was pulled at the Four Winds <laughs> Casino <laughs> in New Buffalo, Michigan. After the, the fiend drummer? Oh, no. <laughs> no. The fake drummer? The 82-year-old former the Beatle realized he couldn't perform. <laughs> Go ahead, Dennis. Uh, he never could perform. <laughs> Thank you, Trey. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Trey. Quincy Jones was the one that said that. Yeah. Um, Nigga can't play. <laughs> Whatever he has, uh, it affected his voice. So, uh, you know, a few hours before the schedule show, he 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 sings in his concerts. He doesn't really play drums very much. Uh, when did he ever? He's been singing since he was a Beatle. No, I'm saying, when does he ever play drums? Oh, he sat at a drum set <laughs> and had sticks. They do have two drum sets set up, and he does like a. There are like certain one of, old... one of the drum sets are mic'd. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever they perform like old Beatles songs, he'll play along to it and have another person sing. Um, by the way, have you backwards. have you seen the uh, Skechers commercial that he's in? What he did a, I don't yeah, think I have. Yeah, he did a Skechers commercial, like a spoof and, or like a real commercial. No, a real commercial. It's a real <laughs> Skechers commercial. Look it up. And he's actually no. playing. <laughs> playing what? Drums? He's, he's playing drums. But if you listen to the drum beat that he's playing, man, I'm just like. It's like a facepalm, man. I'm like, it's not even in time. Mm-mm. I don't know if it's an edit, if they let him play and then they just edit it, and the people who edit it have no sense of time, uh, and it made him look bad. I don't know. Well, the but person who played it had no sense of time? Maybe. I don't know. It's it's one of those things. Mm-mm. Anyway, um, I'm not going to speak for Dennis, but I hope Ringo Starr gets well soon. I, mean, uh, I wish Ellen made it, but... Lord have mercy. We're going to go back to uh, the topic of divorce. Uh, this is good news for you, Trey. Tia Maori <laughs> is filing what? for divorce. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> she addressed this. Uh, she addressed her divorce on Instagram. Uh, she thanked her fans, saying she'll maintain a friendship with Corey, Corey Hardrick. Uh, she's pulling the plug on her marriage, filing for divorce from her husband of 14 years. Ouch. According to legal documents obtained by TMZ, the Sister Sister Star filed documents in Los Angeles on Tuesday, citing... Wait, did she go to the same court at the same time with... <laughs> she's in reconcilable differences? <laughs> yeah, in reconcilable... They both called each other on the phone. It was like, you want to do it? Yeah, you want to do it? All right, cool. What do you want to say? All right, same thing. We're going to be on TMZ anyway. Yeah. Um, she's being repped by uh, Disso Queen Laura Wasser. Wasser. Uh, they didn't specify a date of the separation, but she's asking a judge for joint physical and legal custody of their two children. And she's also asking the judge to terminate the court's ability to give spousal support to either. And notes the couple does have a prenup as well. Oof. He's the, know, um. He's on the shy. He plays the. Um, yes. He plays the. Uh, Tiffany's the girl who's dating Emmett, his his like her side dude that she was dealing with. And there's a really funny scene in the uh, last season where because Iman Shumpert's on the show now, he plays the new boyfriend. Oh my god. And she's talking to the dude on the phone. He was like, You got a new nigga? <laughs> she was like, She's like, Yeah, I'm dating this dude now. And then Iman comes into the clip. He's like, Damn, nigga, what you like, six five? He's like, six eight, motherfucker. <laughs> he just walks wow. off. Okay. <laughs> it's like 
I was like, that's classic. That's dope. you know what? When I used to watch Sister Sister with my cousin, I I couldn't understand which girl I had a crush on. Like I couldn't mm. understand if it was uh, Tamara or Tia. I was like, they both look the same. Which one do I like more? Do I like both of them the same, or do I like the other one more than the other? And I was trying to figure out how they how they look different. And I to this day, they still look the same to me. Yeah, I can't uh-huh. pick them apart. But I also haven't really looked at them. I mean, they still kind of look the same. Hmm. Um, so we all know that Robin has come out in DC Comics as bisexual. Well, it is now confirmed that Velma is a lesbian. Who? Uh, oh, Velma from, uh, Scooby-Doo? from Scooby-Doo. There's a new Scooby-Doo movie coming out. Wait, wait. Is, is, is Velma the one with the red hair? Yes, she's the she short no lesbian, hair. According to um, xvideos.com. No, 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 no. Not the red hair. The, the other one with the glasses. Did you say xvideos, nigga? Oh, my God. Wow. That's Daphne. No, no. Daphne was the blonde. No. No, the blonde haired is the dude. The no, dude has blonde what's the, hair. What's the girl? The the, the main the, the thin girl. The thin girl, that's Daphne. She has orange orange reddish hair. And the, uh, the, the girl uh, with the glasses. The, one the girl it? with the glasses is Velma. Right. If you Which go type one in, is the popular for cosplay? Right, that's Velma. Velma. Go Velma. type in Velma that's what X, he's X, about. X on something and see what happens when you type that. <laughs> well, look, she could be bisexual, but she's she's she a, a lesbian apparently. She's uh, she's a lesbian in the new Scooby-Doo movie. Um, oh, no. The character's been confirmed as lesbian after years of fan theories in a new cartoon. What? What? The movie's Scooby- a cartoon? Yeah. Nah, man. It's called Scooby-Doo, the Scooby-Doo movie, and the LGBTQ plus crowd is all about it. I don't understand why what kind of sex people are having matters in children-targeted stuff. Yeah, like that shouldn't... It, it means gay, straight, whatever. It shouldn't be no sex in it at all. And listen to this, though. shouldn't be. Velma's sexual orientation was revealed in a new clip from the animated flick, Trick or Treat, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is, this is going in the wrong direction. And it hits streaming services on Tuesday. It shows Velma encountering a costume designer named Coco Diablo. And she's <laughs> instantly smitten. You see Velma blush as she takes in the sight of Coco, takes in the sight of Coco. Uh, her glasses start fogging up. Romantic music starts playing. Velma is also shown as admiring other characteristics of Coco's uh, beyond just her looks, including her fashion sensibilities and intelligence. Interestingly enough, Velma has been depicted as straight in the past, with a rebooted version of the series showing her as being in a relationship with Shaggy, Although it's really? been suggested by showrunners, he's actually just, what does it say? Just a beard for her? That's a stupid dad joke. Um, yeah, I've always thought Velma was. No, so a beard is like the, the. well, it's supposed to be the other way around. I thought the beard was the, chi- no, no, yeah, she, they, they're saying it back. It says that he was the, a beard for her. Right, but the beard is supposed to be the woman that pretends to be the girlfriend when the guy's gay that's what a beard is oh so they're saying it they, they flipped it hmm why why why, why is that uh, okay 
uh, think about it. A beard is covering for a. I no, mean, no, it's, I got that. I'm just saying, like, why is that a part of like the cartoon? Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Next thing, because they hanging. gotta get the agenda across, bro. Hey, man, look, Trump was president. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm John Lennon. That's the sports and things, Nas. Thanks, John. Republicans wear sneakers in too. Other, so. In other <laughs> sports and things news, there was something like Ho You Fat was trending on Twitter a couple minutes ago. What'd you say to me? Out. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Ho You Fat was trending on Twitter, and I don't know why. Hey, Spill man, I, I have a thyroid condition, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. It was trending on Twitter. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get into um, the. Um, I'm using the wrong mouse. Artist of the week. Um, uh, Trey, you go first. Um, so my artist oh, of the week. Oh, you dumb fat. Oh, you fat. My artist of the week is the VSOP quintet. Um, so Ooh. that would be. That would be. Everybody Winton. from Miles' second great quintet, except for Miles, and then subbing Freddie Hubbard. Oh, Freddie Hubbard. Wasn't Winton in the VSOP, too? Uh, Maybe he got in there later, but that was before his time. No, I know Freddie Hubbard was the original, but I feel like Freddie yeah, Hubbard I don't left know. and Did was he get replaced in later? by Winton. There's a recording of, it's not the quintet, that was a quartet. It's it's the it's the Miles Davis quartet. It's not, Wayne Shorter's not in I it. I don't think I've listened to that one. Without Check Wayne out, Shorter, I, oh. it's without Wayne Shorter. It's uh, Herbie, Ron, Tony, and Winton, mm. and it's and it's VSOP. It's a VSOP album. They're doing like either Hurricane. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't. It's called VSOP Two. He is in something called VSOP Two. Yeah. Oh, yep. okay, okay. But listen yeah, to the yeah. Eye of the Hurricane, man. That shit is bananas. Sheesh. That was, I was the listening to Eye of the Hurricane while watching news about Ian. That was the recording that got me like severely interested in oh. Tony Williams. Wait, this VSOP two has Branford Marcellus. Okay, no, there's another VSOP. It's a live record. It's Herbie Hancock, Ron Carter, Tony Williams, and Branford. No, 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 it's, that's not it. There's another one before that. It's a VSOP album. It's a live record with... Oh, and Winton. Yeah, it's Winton Win and Bradford. No, there's another one. There's another one without Bradford. It's just Winton. Oh. Maybe, mm. You know what? Is, is I Are the Hurricane on that album? No, not that one I clicked on. Okay, yeah, so there's another record. It's just the four of them. I don't know the story behind it, but I specifically remember hearing that record. Um, it went and it's got the super big glasses, but they're like transition lenses or something. Well, in shit. the 80s, that's <laughs> how they did. They wore them big. <clears throat> Look up Eye of the Hurricane, Wynton Marsalis, Tony Williams, Herbie Hancock, Ron Carter. And that, that album is VSOP. VSOP, oh, Wynton. You said Wynton? Oh, Wynton. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll give her a listen. Man, look, I know you, you uh, don't give a shit about Winton. So what's but the, it was a live We don't give a shit one? about us is the problem. Yeah, it was a live record. <laughs> Here's Amazon UK. Herbie Hancock Quartet featuring Winton Marcellus. Okay, Buster maybe Williams. that's it. Buster Williams no. and Tony Williams. No, no, that's not No Ron it. Carter? No, it has Ron Carter in it. I'll have to find it and put it in the slack. Um, 
Man, Winton, Winton's best album. There's two. There's two albums that I consider Winton's greatest albums. The first one is Black Codes from the Underground, which is a staple for modern jazz. I think it came out in '87. That shit is incredible. It's got Branford on it, Tane. Um, uh, shit, I can't think of the Basically bass player's the band name. From but Better Blues. <laughs> it was the it was the first Tonight Show band when Branford Barsalis was the music director. Got it, got it. Uh, I can't think of uh, the bass player's name. I can see his face. And um, Marcus Roberts, the blind pianist. All that's just so weird to me because of how Winton was just like crapping on all that stuff, though. Crapping on what? Tonight Show with, with uh, Branford doing that stuff. I mean, he's a, he was a, he was a purist, man. He and you know what? He was he was salty. But yeah, he was because, working with them same cats. But he was salty because that band left him to go join Sting's band. He had the oh. best jazz band in the world. He had Kenny Kirkland. He had uh, um, uh, he had Branford. He had Tane. God damn it, I can't think of the freaking bass player's name. But he had one of the best best bands in jazz and they all left to, to play for Sting it's fucking Sting man <laughs> like I get yeah, it sorry. He, did you he, see how many zeros were on that check yeah, bro? hey listen I'm not mad uh, listen. you're gonna I'm be blowing mad. your trumpet by yourself bro um, the other out al- the winning album is uh, the live album at Blues Alley with the same group this, oh, this, wow. this, the same the same lineup listen to that shit all right. Um, my is that your album of the week? Nope. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that was Jay Hill's album of the week. <laughs> <laughs> my artist of the week is Lalo Schifrin, who I mentioned earlier, uh, that featured Byron Miller, the bass player, mm-hmm. and uh, the name of the album I believe is Middle of the Night. Uh, but Lalo Schifrin is a composer. I believe he's French. And super, super funky, super like it's like late 70s funk. Um, but just imagine like strings and insane arrangements, um, late yeah. 70s arrangements, um, all backed up with a great rhythm section led by Ndugu Chancellor. So mm. that's my artist of the week, Lalo Schifrin. And my artist of the week is going to be foreplay, album's going to be Between the Sheets. Sheesh. Okay. That album was, I mean, think about when it came out. I think it was like 92, 93, the record came out. I was I was super young, but I remember um, listening to that record and it just, um, it just, it just completely all the way through was like, it was like contemporary jazz, but like, it mm. felt like Sunday's music. It was just, it was a dope record to me. I mean, I think, uh, I actually think Nathan East sang the lead on uh, Between the Sheets with um, Shaka Khan. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was, it's a dope record, so check that record out if you get a chance. Um, let's go on to um, others, uh, movies, documentaries, books, or TV shows, or whatever you whatever other thing you got. Trey? Um, I'm going to bring up one that I, I recently brought up, bring it back again, and that's um, the Apple TV Plus show Foundation. Um it was the sci-fi show that's heavily based on math. I'm just going to bring it back out again because I've been watching it a bit more. And I wanted to highlight it because <clears throat> it has a lot of the lead characters are black women. Mm-hmm. So it's a sci-fi show with a lot of features, a lot of black women in, the, in those roles. Um, so 
you know, and very intelligent, you know, mathematician type of, you know, like, so, you know, very, very good, um, you know, very good look. So, foundation. Uh, okay, that was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> All those Damn. pauses you were taking, like, like what's happening? <laughs> Trey about to leave his wife for the TV show. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't leave Trey. Stay where you at, man. Oh, my God. All right, John, go ahead. So I didn't, I haven't watched anything in a very, very long time. But um, right before we started the episode, my wife, who has been trying to find a series to watch, um, I suggested she watch Dahmer, but she's not into any of that stuff. Uh, okay. My wife is into Hallmark movies. She's into feel-good stories. Uh, she might get into Ted Lasso. But she oh, uh, awesome for her. Yeah. she um, informed me that uh, she found out, she was today years old when she found out that there was a, uh, a sequel to the Golden Girls series. What? So at the end of the Golden Girls series, Dorothy leaves, and then the th- Blanche, I guess, sells the house, and the three remaining... Golden Girls start a hotel business in Miami. I remember that. And they had a show, I think it was only one season, called The Golden Palace. I remember that. And it's on Hulu. Oh, shit. It's on Hulu. So I don't, I don't know I if that show works watch that shit. Dorothy, though. It probably doesn't, but I'm interested, I'm, one I'm one interested season to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested to watch it to see if it if it is funny at all. But no, you I know, agree. I agree, Dorothy. Right. Not having Dorothy on there because she was make the it a... she was the the pessimist. She was the reason why that yeah. show worked. Like you yeah. had all this, yeah, Betty White. That was the optim- optimism, and you had the pessimism, and you had the the hoe. Betty White was the dumb. Wow. Was the dumb one. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. No, <laughs> you're right. Come on, man. Let's call it what it is. Yeah. She was. Um, I ain't saying I'm not. I'm not shaming her. Like she was. She was. She was older. She was getting what she wanted. I ain't mad at her. Do you think, <laughs> Blanche? Um, you said uh, sh- you, y'all were looking at Dahmer. I, did you see somebody said uh, that they they didn't want to watch Dahmer because if they wanted to see uh, a white dude killing brothers, they just watch oh, the Dallas could. Mavericks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I saw, saw that. that. <clears throat> Jesus. Um, I watched Dahmer. We at least at least a piece of it, and it's it's disturbing. Like, I think anytime they they. It's not a documentary. It's a it's a TV show. It's so a they, TV series. Like I'm glad you didn't say like it was uplifting or something. I would no. no. <laughs> I would have had I mean, some concerns. The best part about the whole thing was when the dude got loose and the one who actually got away. And he's like, you know, he. But didn't he get loose and then got returned? They, no, he went back with the cops. Like he, he, he did. Got, yeah, he went back with the cops. Like he went and found the cops and then he, he went back. Okay. He's like, see, I told this motherfucker he eat people. <laughs> like, hey, but do you know how he was able to keep? the um how he so every time someone tried to escape the house the reason why they couldn't escape was because Dahmer had like five deadbolt locks installed Mm. on the on the door but he wouldn't lock all of them he would only lock certain ones um, every night right so when you try to unlock all of them one at least one of them is still going to be locked so they you don't know what it is, so you just trying. Right. You just talk. I think when right. you're trying to get out of somebody, you just start from top to bottom, and you probably wind up locking them, trying to unlock them. Yeah, but you spend all that time. He's gonna catch your ass, yeah. literally. He got a blade. Oh, you gonna so. be lunch today? 
<laughs> Jesus, <laughs> nigga, you lunching? No, no. <laughs> lunch meat. Oh uh, no! My, oh, by um, the way, the the bass uh, player I was talking about with Winton is Robert Hurst. Robert Hurst, <laughs> say okay. Jeffrey Dahmer. This nigga eating while playing bass. Oh my gosh. My my strings greasy. Other of the week is going to be just beef jerky. It's gonna be well, I just we just started it over again. It's gonna be John Wick. Like John Wick four is coming out next year. Um I think they got up. I think they got up to like two or three more John Wicks. They already got in production that they're doing right now. So he's going to be making the movies. It's going to be like the Fast, the Fast um, uh, Saga. Like they're going to be making the movies as long as people go see them. They won't keep making these movies. Um, I also saw today that Will Smith has eight movies in production right now. <laughs> so that slap didn't. I ain't move. watching that nigga. I'm, I watched Bad Boys four. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch Bad Boys two or three. Oh, sorry, I didn't watch three. Three was. I didn't watch it. I, I didn't feel. I didn't feel like it was gonna be good. It, was it that was, John Wick to to Will Smith an intentional segue? Because that's basically what happened to Chris Rock. He got John Wicked. Well, no. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I'm watching John Wick, not not Bad Boys. Like John Wick is like that saga. The, the, the three parts that they have out right now. Um, they just get increasingly better. Well, the mechanics of the fighting gets better every time they come out in the combat. Somebody like, somebody like drowns his goldfish, and then he just goes around killing people for the rest of the movie. No, nah, you don't got to do nothing to him now. Like, they put a hit out on him. Like, they, <laughs> they, they tried to kill his, they killed his dog in the first one, and then the second one, they took his car. Well, like, knocked over his cornflakes, and he he's just like, goes around He's like the Michael Jordan of assassins. Of you ain't got to do shit to him for <laughs> to piss him off, really. Like, just you breathe on that nigga. He's like, you breathed on me wrong. It's time for well, you to you go. Well, you know, Jordan would make up stuff. Like, you said that you was going to do this. I never said it, but he made himself believe it so he could kill me. The funny, the funniest part about the John Wick movies are when the, the really, the top tier of the bad guys talk about John Wick and, like, how scared they are, and the goons under him like, I don't understand why you're so mad. He's like, he killed the three motherfuckers in a bar with a pencil. Who the <laughs> fuck can do that? <laughs> He's like, uh, John Wick, nigga. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I can hey, do yo, it. by the way, uh, uh, everyone has been going crazy on TikTok for Keanu Reeves' uh, TikTok account. He's got really? a TikTok account called um, Unreal Keanu. And people are now finding out it's actually not him. It's a guy who looks, it's like his doppelganger. He looks exactly oh, I've seen that dude. Yeah, yeah. like I've Keanu seen that dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there is a little something off. And I've been noticing this on TikTok. There's a girl who looks strikingly identical to Zendaya. And I can't think of her, I can't think of what her uh, TikTok handle is. But it's definitely not Zendaya because this this girl does Insta, uh, TikTok lives from like an apartment building of you know somebody in the hood. So <laughs> some so, someone else responded that this girl is like one of her stunt doubles or mm. something like that. So it's clearly not Zendaya. But this guy has massed over four million followers That's because crazy. everybody thinks it's Keanu. Well. You look like somebody. It's funny. I mean, it is funny, but it's not him. Uh, So that's my movie of the week. And I think TikTok in the Matrix. Anybody want to take (laughs) Jay's? 
Um, Trey's other the wink is boom chicka wow wow. He's on big vacation. Shit. Oh wow. He watching them Velma videos. <laughs> He's making. He oh, making it dress up like Velma. Oh no. Oh <laughs> no <God>. no. Jeez. <laughs> That's not okay. Oh no. Oh okay. no. You want to take Jay's? Oh no, you can't take Jay's because. <laughs> 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 You want to take Jay's slot on the on the others of the week? I'm clarifying, nigga. Um, no, no interest. Okay, I'll 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 take. I'll go ahead and, and take his. Walking into that one. I'm gonna say OJ Made in America. Oh yeah, that which was is good. one of my favorite documentaries. That was good of man. all time. It was very well they done. They did a good job. They did an together. incredibly good job. I forgot how long they said it took. I think they said it took like ten years, eleven years. Um, it won a Golden Globe for best documentary, uh, and a, a couple of other awards at the Golden Globes. But a phenomenal job. It's on ESPN, the ESPN app. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it is incredibly detailed. They tied all that stuff together about Rodney King and OJ. And yeah. All that went together, and it just made so much sense when they put that picture together. It really did, man. And the fact, and, like, all of the shit that happened post-haste. Like, all of the shit with the memorabilia, the guy who stole his memorabilia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how they it tied just all lined that into it. All it. Up. it just lined it all up. It just put the whole story together. The jealousy with Marcus Allen. Because we had it in pieces, but it just put that whole thing on, yeah. on a one line for you. Yeah. And then, like, right, like, what was it, right after that, the one with Cuba Gooden Jr. came out? And that so wasn't, then you that, got didn't the, even, that didn't even really do anything. But that but that gave you a different, that was like the, you know, the enactment, the, the actual TV version of it. Not the documentary, but more. By of the, the way, did you hear that um, they're still trying to investigate O.J.'s son as the one who murdered yeah, Nicole I, and Ron? Yeah, yeah. I had yeah. not heard that. I've heard conspiracy theories but i've not heard well, anything they tangible. they said they said that the glove and the hat that they found they said they found a photo of his son with wearing both of those articles of clothing it was a photo they also said that his son had a uh, bad relationship with nicole that mm. often resulted in shouting matches and a lot of cursing and he was often offended by her because she would always turn down his request to come and visit his restaurant um so he didn't really like her (laughs) (laughs) well he had a bad temper he beat up his his uh his he worked at a restaurant and he beat up his uh the, the the restaurant owner one night um he beat him up so bad he had to go to the hospital and the the owner was like i thought i was gonna die oh wow and the owner didn't impress charges. Well, see, that's that's your first. Because his father's OJ, and OJ will stab me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this was before that, but still, yeah. hey, that's that's what you missed the first. You don't impress charges when something happens to you, and then that person goes free. If that person is susceptible to do something else, then you just let them walk free. So you know, bro. I I just I will never forget when OJ got on Twitter and he was doing those. It's yours truly. And, you know, he he, yeah. he he would do those videos. And so in the beginning of the pandemic, when people were, like, lining up to go to Costco with the masks on, going to buy all those supplies, OJ had his little cart with his supplies. And he's talking about, yours truly, I got to get my stuff, too. And he had his toilet paper and all that stuff. He had his mask on. 
man, somebody in the replies said, OJ, can you kill the virus for us, please? Oh. <laughs> God, dog. Hey, no, that's messed up. Damn. <laughs> Jesus. Yo, that's, that's terrible, yo. It was, right. it was hilarious. Well, on that note, this has been another episode of Sports and Things. Um, on behalf of my castmates and um, Jay, who's on his vacation, uh, we want to give a shout-out to everybody who takes a listen to this podcast. We also want to give a shout-out to our sponsors with Belly Up Sports, Unhinged Sports Network, Eden Radio, uh, anywhere you can find podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Pandora, uh, Google, Amazon, you name it, the list goes on. Um and you can find us on social media, on Twitter, on Instagram. Just type in sports and things. You'll find us on there. And until next week, um, be safe. Uh, you know, if you're traveling like I am, be safe. Make sure you wear your mask in the, in the airports or wherever you're traveling to. Um, and, you know, give your people the flowers while they're still alive. Uh, you know, kiss your family, tell them you love them. And then, you know, make sure that you are staying safe because that's the main thing. It's getting colder outside, so... The flu season's around too, so you got all the stuff going on with the flu yeah, season. Get as your well. flu shots. Get your flu shots, and um, just take care of yourself, man. And your mental health too—that counts. Like, make sure that you know we laugh a lot on this show, but that—that's therapy in, in a sense, like to be able to laugh with your friends. So, find your friends and go have a drink with them and laugh with them. You ain't got to drink nothing crazy. I, yo, I had a um, I had an old Jamaican ginger beer that was a light ginger beer today. Fucking gross. Okay. I'm like a ginger beer. Like John, you know, I drink. I find mm-hmm. the ginger beers all over, and yeah. I was like, I'm gonna get this ginger beer trans. And it was like, the first, it was like, you can't even. You like, you can't even tell the difference. I was like, oh yes, you can. Oh <laughs> shit, it's, like, it's bad. It, it's it, you can tell they use sweeteners. Oh. Yeah, you can tell they use sweeteners, and it's like, which is right up my alley, but still, I don't yeah, know about it, that. It wasn't. It wasn't worth the um, the pain of it. <laughs> like just drink a, drink a ginger beer just drink half of it don't drink the whole thing but you know on that note be safe and we'll check you guys next week until then peace free my nigga Jay Hill on vacation Some dudes into music get together to talk trash about whose teams is losing. So here we go. Deep Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in history. So now what? They got their mics and gizmos. Podcast rapper for DC, what it is, Mo. Yeah, we talking sports and things. From rookies who bored the vets about to get more rings, plus more things. Like a jam session or something. Then we beefing because our favorite team, John likes slumming. John like pumping. Over podcasts and stereo every O. You want more than that whole hum. So here we go, yeah. We go from bars to beats to podcast or Astro Turf with balls and cleats like that, y'all. Talking sports and things, talking sports and things. Priest the Nomad, up. Talking sports and things, we're talking sports and things. D Turner, John Lane, talking sports and things. Baby, we're talking sports and things. Trey Illy, Jay Hill, talking sports and things, talking sports and things. DC, baby. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, RingCentral makes communication easy. 
With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. 